Tryna run the town Tell no duck when they hear that sound How they gon' come up now? Heavy as the head that'll wear that crown I'm going pound for pound And if it's about smoke, then we tope all of that I'm an ounce to a pound Take it, they bite in the snout Cause my drip right out the seat How could they be? Give me a couple of rounds Cause I'm a beast When I'm on vitamin G You see this stop crumbling now Mad struck, stop mumbling now Get the gist, I ain't reaching for cloud Plot twist, I'm the one with the keys Plot bliss, know they look half free Different continents, I be torn We living life, making yours look boring See, we win at the end, it's a spoiler warning Cause I keep eating up on my blood, the whole planet They calling me toxic like global warming But they keep tuning in once again and again I'm the one at the top, just a formal warning Truly, I'm the narrow when it come to movies. Get the narrow, entertain the groupies. Hop a narrow if you come pursue me. But I hop on the gang to this road up when I'm my girl getting moody. Let go with the gang, we all go insane. Catching them those on the duty. I'm the stick, see, I'm locked in. Bought a box, I was like 10. Back then, used to box, nowadays, they ain't throwing hands. Mama said we got more advanced. One thing about me, I adapt, bought a Glock fin. Keep me safe on the block end. The game kept me off the block. Ain't got flex about looting my Ruger. I can shit on you with my computer. See my graphics card, cause one of your damn job can afford to pay you And my monitor, big as hell, detail, so I can see when I spray you Then we load the clip and record the clip, let's go all say to that SSD Know a whole lot of trill game heads like me, wanna see tune into that VGP that of me hosting a show is never gonna happen again he let you down now in a joking way uh, he's tired he's taking a day off so wish him all the rest in the world uh, with that being said uh, how many people we are right now just three of us yeah three amigos at you, the moment but and, no and coffee oh, and zero are green so they're gonna jump in very soon um so everyone, uh, another episode of uh, Vitamin G Podcast, um, we got an interesting show for you today. I'm going to start with Jubei. What have you been playing? Oh, he's muted right now. Just, oh, he's uh, muted. Then let's go to you, Pharaoh. What have you been playing? Uh, I just finished up Scarlet Nexus. Uh, Yui tells her another story, so I'm like a... I think I'm three chapters into Kasane's story. Um, just pretty much right past so, the point where... Uh, after playing with Yuto, does it still feel fresh playing with Kasane? Yes. 
Okay. Because um, Kasane is a very introverted character, so you don't really know her intentions unless you actually play with her. So, like, um, there are certain conversations that she had with Yuito and you weren't exactly unsure sure of her intent in the conversations. So mm-hmm. when you play from her perspective, you kind of get to see some of that type of stuff. Um, and you get to see, and she feels more human when you're actually playing as her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think there is value in playing as Kasane. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. And... Um, okay. So... Anything yeah, else? so I just got done playing. Uh, I'm, I'm playing that right now. Um, and I think that's about it. I mean, I played a couple other games. Um, nothing worth mentioning. Uh, but yeah, I, I just did finished you, up. Uh, did you try? Nexus. Did you try out tuning? Can you hear me? Oh shit. Yeah. Mm. I've been near him. Huh? Shit, one second, my laptop is acting yeah. up. Let me turn. Yeah, I'm closed it. Um so did you play uh, did you try out tonic? Sorry, uh, my laptop acted up. Hmm? Oh. And... Oh, wow. Um, did a little bit of Mega Man 11. Nice, um, you picked that up. Yeah, yeah, I that I didn't up. realize, like, that you were, like, super... Because, in- you know, the game's been out, the collection's been out for, like, two years. Yeah, they just had the Capcom sale, so, you know, I was like, oh... Oh, okay, okay. yeah. It was like seventy percent off for all of them, so I paid like thirty dollars for it, something like that. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually bought the zero games. Yeah, I bought the zero games too. I mean, I bought them in twenty twenty. Yeah, I got, the, I got, I got all of it. Yeah, I got the zero, all of it. And I try, I try to buy things. Like I try to, like you know, get my kids to experience different types of games. So, you know. Coffee, how are you doing? What you been playing? I've been good, man. Uh, it's a lot of GT7, man. I've been really having a good time. Finally got to, like, just hunker down and customize my um, wood version of the... Uh, I got a the Subaru WRX. I think it's the 1994... Um, oh, I, I can't remember the specific tune that I purchased, but um, going through some of the uh, cafe assignments, um, How I just got... I really enjoy it. I mean, like, I'm I'm the kind of person who loves doing all of the offline stuff first and then getting into the online racing. So like I said, I finished all the licenses, all gold, and I've done half of the missions, all gold. Well, the missions that are currently available to me, I only see six, six different mission categories. So I started the fourth out of the six missions. One of them is a 30 lap race on Tsukuba, uh, which about halfway into the race, oh, with, with fuel and tire management, Halfway into the race, it rains, and that mixes things up, right? You have to choose – well, first, you have to make sure you have the tires that you can race with, but you can either race with um, hard, 
intermediates or softs. Of course, softs are super grippy, but they wear down really fast. And hards, like, you, sometimes you feel like you're just sliding everywhere, but they they wear really slow. So you have to kind of strategize. Um, and a 30-lap race in Tsukuba, um, it, it just it gets a little bit tough to figure out. Well, yeah, this is me doing a one-shot. So the gold trophy is getting first on that race. I only got seventh. Um, but, you know, a 30-minute race is like, on Tsukuba, it's like forty-seven minute race, so it's not like something that you you do yeah, many I times. So I, I know a few people um, that fuck. Uh, I know a few people that fuck with uh, GT7, and they go hard. Like some races are literally forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're long races, and you get. But like, it's been it's been a good like eight months since I was on sport, basically doing dailies. Uh, you know, making sure I get to the tracks. Um. So getting back into that and feeling like the tracks now with the dual sense, it's completely different. Like sport with the DualShock 4, it was just like when you're driving perfect, you feel nothing. And now it's nice to like feel the accelerate a little bit, the ABS kick in. When you're on the rumble strips, you get way more information. Um, of course, you know, I'm saving up for the uh, Fanatec DD Pro, which is a $600 wheel. That's why I don't own it yet. But the, uh, the, the wheels direct drive system. So most like of the... Uh, wheels that are like 400 and down they have a belt system which is pretty good some of them are pretty good but i I really want like one of those like serious enthusiast wheels i want the seat um but i am being uh frugal so i can have some funds you know to to really like buy that um later this summer so um excited about that so yeah mostly that you know i still have seafood kind of on the plate i still have um anomutanatium yeah you bought i know oh yeah i bought anno day one and I, I think it's just fantastic. Like I, I honestly, I was. I think this is what sparked the, uh, uh, Fernando thinking about the Capcom sales. Like I just thought it was like a Mega Man Zero game. I thought it was like spawn in, hit you know square, kill some enemies, good timing, all that stuff. But it's kind of got like a world that really keeps me grabbed in. I know you were saying Akira got the platinum already. Yeah, so. yeah, already got the platinum. Yeah, yeah, he just did insane. Um, yeah, it's just way more world building stuff, and I love world. I mean, shoot, I like Trails games, so obviously mm-hmm. I like world building. So, um. Love that, and then there was something else. Oh no, yeah, that's really it. It's really going to be Did a lot of GT Seven. On Ghostwire Tokyo or Tainina Wonderland. I haven't gotten Ghostwire Tokyo or that. I I, I do want to go back to um, what's it called? That's what I wanted to play with you, Omar. Um, Returnal. I definitely want to go back and play Returnal. With hey, you. I'm always so open. I don't get mopped Just up. Just hit me up whenever <laughs> you want to play. Yeah, I, I'm. I've got some days home, so we might we might have to link up. Maybe Wednesday. Maybe we could do sure. something. Are you back in office? Um, it depends. Like sometimes I get called in, but it's not by consistent basis. Okay. Just hit me up yeah. and we down. Cause I know how it feels like with general is I looked about fuck. I played it with strictly. I played it with Guap. No, no, I need to play it with Guap. I played it with someone else. Like. I was love it fun? Game. Uh, sorry. Was it fun? Oh, it's fucking fun! I already finished the game, and I already finished nice. the DLC. Please. It's not long. Uh, it did add some story content, which again, oh, good. I am, I am expecting a part two now. Like, you can't leave <laughs> like that. That's all I would say about that. Um, Zero, what you been playing? Hello, good people. Um, mostly just Elden Ring. Um, mm. I think fair to say I'm just kind of obsessed with this game. Um, 
like to the point where like as I'm running through in my head, I'm like, man, I kind of want to start over just so I could. I'm just thinking of different builds to have. Um, and so I keep wanting to start over to try those builds, but I'm like, just finish the but game first. I, I thought you can read back for free. I think you. Well, if you, you can, a, you I haven't found item. that yet. Yeah. You need a, a special tier to respect. Mm, special tier. It costs a tier. Yeah. Is it expensive? Um, you got to find the tier in the world. Mm. <laughs> so it's time consuming, probably. I mean, outside of just like literally looking it up, but yeah, I just Google something like that. Yeah. I don't want to do that anyway because I basically want to run through all the bosses again with like my new build to see how different the experience is well, and like uh, well you're not gonna you're gonna definitely have a different experience because they left a lot of bosses so i mean that enjoy. that is what it is like there's nothing i can do about that um but like i mean strictly mage builds so the next build i plan on doing will be using no ma magic whatsoever i i highly recommend you try mage uh Mage something where you literally summoning hammers and swords to deal with your enemy as a mage. That's fucking awesome. I've seen a gameplay uh, of it. Well, I said what I'm using still so far is my Roy Mustang, and now I've, now that I've got some lightning spells, so more of a Roy Mustang Laxus build from Fairy Tale. But it's all lightning, all fire, all the time. Mm, cool. Um, okay. But that's basically it, I think. Um. I'm trying to think of Destiny 2, Kirby. The I haven't bought Kirby oh, the demo. Oh, you have not bought Kirby. Oh, no. I'm a, I honestly, I I found myself at the point where I still have the great uh, Ace Attorney Detective in the shrink wrap, and I have never done that in my life. <laughs> so That's what a game like was called Destiny does to you. Yeah. So yeah. I need to like stop and finish things before I start adding more to it. Because the Great Ace Attorney is a whole nother probably 80-hour endeavor. That's what I be telling people. I'm like, man, people have so many games in their backlog, but they get so caught up buying the next game just because they want to talk about what's new. Yeah, on, on top yeah, of, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna circle back to Horizon, and I have Near Automata. So, like, oh, before dude. I even add, like, oh. new stuff, I got to, like, finish the old stuff. And after an Onomata, you definitely got an uh, Replicant, right? Yes. So, Re or maybe I have the Replicant. Sequel. Replicant is the sequel, is the prequel. No, it's a prequel. That's what I said, prequel. Oh, sorry, I had you said sequel. That's why. Uh, anything else to add, you know? Uh, no, that's it. Oh. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the new One Piece game? Just being announced. Um, I like it. One of the things I've always enjoyed about, or at least what I like about the One Piece game is that it's not trying to be the story of One Piece. It's its own separate side story. Oh, yeah. Um, which means, like, I don't have to consider, like, what characters I wish were in it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like a movie as far as I'm concerned. Like, I just, I just watched Strong World again. Uh, this weekend and just like how fun that was and like yeah. how, how it doesn't add or take anything away from the series as a whole. It's just like here's this side thing that we have. That movie when is that, when it's that epic like that. You can try to do that. Also, the fact that you have Oda literally 
calling the shot with this game. Like, if this game is not a masterpiece, then I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, Otis a legend, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, ho- hopefully the gameplay holds up. It looks fun, and they say RPG, yeah. and I don't know the what that gameplay, means specifically. The gameplay is turn-based. I'm assuming you have access to all seven characters? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's turn-based? No in... yeah, no, it's a turn-based no, 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 no. RPG. I wait, all seven characters? Uh, wait, seven. Isn't no, the one Nami. Pirates 9? Wait, no, so you have Nami, Robin, uh, Lucy, Luffy, uh, Sanji, Zoro, uh, Frankie, Robin, Frankie, and uh, Chopper. And Brooke, eight, so eight. Oh, it's eight. Okay, uh, well, what, eight. What, about, what about the helmsman? Yeah, so, so, so Jinbei. I don't think he's. So, it doesn't seem like he's there yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, here is here is the thing. Uh, uh, Oda put out uh, a small uh, message saying that he wrote the characters three years ago, around three years ago. So this game have been literally been in development before Wano even was a thing. So before Wano joining, before Jinbei joining. And also before last night chat, last week chapter uh, zero. You know what I'm talking about. So. Oh yeah, that 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 would never make it into a game uh, that's supposed to come out. Might be DLC. Now they did Snake Man. They can definitely do the DLC. I'm expecting a DLC of Odin. I'm expecting a DLC of Jinbei, and maybe even uh, last week chapter. I'm not because particularly because it's a if it's an RPG in its truest form, like it's probably going to be this story and be done with it. They like if this were a fighting to... game, I would a thousand percent no, expect the level of add, DLC. They can add to it. They literally add to One Piece War Seeker. They gave I mean, you DLC. But what did they add anything new as far as yeah, update yeah. to what the thing is doing? What yeah, the so show's they doing. gave you the ability to play as Law, and they give you the ability to play as either a, a Zoro and one as Sabo. So well, then I guess it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, sure. yeah, Jubei, uh, what you been playing? Um, as you know, I finished Tunic. Um, I'm rendering the review for that, so that'll probably go up after the show at some point. Um, nice. Nice. Really great game. Really great game. I have some really great things to say. Um, and, like, Zero, back on Elden Ring, of course. Um, I just beat the Moon Queen. Oh, that's where I... Oh, no, wait. Not Moon Queen. I, uh, who's the third, I guess, main boss? I don't know. I guess Moon Queen will be second, right? Because I just... I got Godric yesterday, and then I just went and capped the Moon Queen and her... No! Name. you. I think you skipped. It should be... Godric is the castle. Who's yeah. the first dude? His name starts with an M. M. Merklor or something? I don't. I think. I don't think I, yeah, I think it's Merklor. I, I didn't know where the. He's before. I thought he's like before Godric. I thought Godric was first. Maybe I'm getting. Who am I? I killed that, that. I killed that other dude like before I beat Godric. The uh, the first dude you run into. Yeah, yeah like. He, he, I, I think. Counted him, the I'm in. I'm doing a Ronnie's quest. Is the Moon Queen? I'm because I just I just started fighting. Is she the one you fight in the in the school? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm on her too. All right. Jube, yeah. did you put out the tweet that we live? No, I can though. Um, I'm glad sure. you're I'll, I'll get on that. But um, yeah, I haven't really been 
playing too much new. I'm looking forward to One Piece. It's surprising that it's not coming to Xbox One, but I'm not going to cry about it. It's cool. Um, sucks if you still have that system, but but uh, but yeah, upgrade, Elden, Elden Ring is life right now for sure. They nerfed the fuck out of my build, so I gotta find Elden Ring new ways. And Tiny Tina Wonderland. Oh yeah, me and you played a little bit of Tiny Tina. Dude, um, I haven't, um, I haven't dived into good. it as did you, deep did you as try, you did. Did you play it again? Because servers. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't loaded it up again because there was like weird server issues and quick yeah. resume like died on it. Like it doesn't work. Yeah, because so of the service, server issues. The service is literally choppy right now. Like I would be literally on my own playing and yeah. I would be having choppy moments. It's like you remember, it took like twenty minutes just to like link up with each other. <laughs> like, yeah. To... Trying to figure out how to join this, the game. This game needed more time to fix the server. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just servers because, like, the actual gameplay and stuff is it's fine. Fun. It's it's it's, fun. it's just the crossplay. Like, I, I I don't know. It's just not a smooth rollout. Yeah, like sure. we had issue with audio. Audio was yep. not well, almost robotic. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, even our our chat, like, they're. Whatever chat they're using for crossplay is hot, hot garbage. Even our, our chat, like they're, it's trash. But um, but yeah, like I said, nothing, nothing super exciting. I'm really yeah. excited to finish um this tunic review and get that shit out there. So yeah, gotcha. Oh, um, as for me, I started. Uh, so I put uh, Scarlet Nexus on hold because I started Ghostwire Tokyo. And uh, not gonna lie, I'm loving the game. I love the aesthetic, I love the concept of it. I'm a huge fan of games that change the reality around you, like Taken Point uh, Okami, the way the ability to use the brush to interact with the world. Now that they're doing that with uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, but automatic. You just take care of the. Uh, Onis and one of the best thing about it is enemies are different from each other. Uh, gameplay ranges from stealth to literally bullet hell. You need to dodge a few bullets, and it's fun. Audio is nice. Uh, gameplay is nice. There is fast travel, and the only nitpick I would say is basically. Mm. Yeah, so some abilities are locked, despite the fact that I already unlocked it, I can't progress further, pretty sure that story-based ability. Other than that, yeah, no, um, I would have been playing Ghostwire Tokyo more, if not for Tiny Tina Wonderland. This game is eating my life right now. Like, I'm the type of dude that literally would want to do every single side quest in Tiny Tina Wonderland. And I highly recommend it because some of the best skills and, not skills, um, equipment and stuff like that are literally from side quests. But on the other hand, something weird happened. I got a weapon from a side quest. And you know how Jubei in normal Borderlands, weapons that you get from side quests are always unique. You never find them in a vending machine, right? Well, I found... So what happened? I got a weapon from SideQuest. 
And I literally went to the vending machine. I saw the exact same what? <laughs> Just two level higher than me. I was struck. So I bought it and I want to give it to my friend. But other than that, you know, I highly, 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 highly recommend Tiny Tina Wonderland and Ghostwire Tokyo. And that's about it. With that being said, uh, let's start the first topic. And uh, coffee, you want to take it? Because you got a lot of things to say about this one, right? Coffee, you here? I apologize, guys. I just got back. Sorry, no. I guess I said it too softly. No, it's okay. What was the question? No, the question is, do you want to take it further from here? Because you got a lot of things to talk about when it comes to that topic, which is, it's got wired, it's got of Tsushima and Tifu cultural inappropriate, uh, disrespectful to the Japanese. Oh, okay. Japanese yeah, people. I can. I can kind of jump in on this, uh, but definitely anybody interrupt me if I missed out, because I, I literally just, so, just got back. Let me jump into picture why. So, uh, okay. VG247 uh, plot an article saying, Ghostwire Tokyo Authentic Representation makes a mockery of Ghost of Tsushima and Sifu cultural tourism. Go ahead now. Oh, yes, and I, I read the article. Um, so I understand where the writer is coming from. And I think if you were to compare Japanese developers that appreciate their culture compared to Americans trying to appreciate Japanese culture, you're going to see huge differences. And the content of the article, I think, is what makes me the most disappointed because um, the writer of this article more... Uh, conveys how salty he is, or she is, to be honest, I'm not sure who exactly wrote it, about the accolades that Tsushima has received, and not necessarily the real or m more examples of why Tsushima misses the mark on celebrating culturalism. So, for example, had this writer done the research, there are lots of anti-imperialistic Japanese natives that don't like Tsushima. And obviously, them being natives, they have without reason to say so. For example, a lot of the armors that are the most extravagant in Tsushima are not from the period when the Mongols invaded. They're like, you know, Date Masamune, like literally hundreds of years after the Mongol invasion of the 1200s. That, if we're talking about trying to look historic, that's a ding on Tsushima. And we would imagine when you are creating a world like that, you want armors that look very unique and they decided to go with other historic, you know, visually stunning pieces that were from history, but technically weren't for the 1200s. So that, I mean, you're going to start, as you start to work through the game, I feel like there are, there are points where you say, hey, for the sake of diversity of what you're looking at on screen, you're going to bend the rules uh, because this is a video game. Um, but other uh, Japanese natives, again, who are anti-imperialistic, didn't like the idea that um, samurais... It, well, it, it's kind of like... <sighs> see, I have a qualm with one Japanese native 
whose opinion I respect, respect very much, she did not like that in the first third of the game, because she unfortunately did not play through the game, she didn't like that the idea that of a samurai was sold as something that was uh, noble. And she looks at it kind of like 2020 or Monday morning quarterback saying like, samurais were not all good. I mean, like they were doing horrific things. But the counterpoint of that is if you played Tsushima, you kind of know that's kind of one of the issues with the way of the samurai, not necessarily that they were only good, but that they couldn't deviate from who they were, right? That was Jim's issue. Jim was saying, hey, these Mongols are being dynamic. We need to figure out a way to survive here, and your way or, you know, the way of the samurai is not going to work for me. Um, but um, there are other uh, small issues. Now, okay, so the writer brings up, I'll just start to name the things the writer brings up, was that um, the Japanese dubbing, uh, lip sync was not available. That That's really one of the only examples the writer uses as um, making it look like a tourist show or or some of the things that uh, you collect in, uh, in Tsushima are kind of like the things that you know best about Japanese culture and maybe not necessarily something deep, like, you know, you can uh, read haikus, you could go to a hot spring, stuff like that. And he attacked those things as generic while... Uh, apparently, Ghostwire Tokyo has like yokai and has like this a touch of ambiance that is often j when Japanese uh, themes are dark. There's sometimes humor that's kind of awkwardly twisted in it. Um, and I, like I agree with all those things, but I just felt like this writer didn't really come across as trying to educate people. Just came across uh, saying Tsushima got a lot of awards, and the developer of uh, Judgment. Uh, liked it a lot, but he really shouldn't have. I mean, he even took a quote from, uh, I'm forgetting his name is, uh, Nagoshi? Is it Nagoshi? I forget his name, but the guy who developed um, uh, Judgment 1, Judgment 2, and some of the older Yakuza games who now no longer works for um, RGG. Uh, oh, and the saying, one like, that left, okay. Yeah, the one who left. He he had a quote that basically said, man, this game should have been made by uh, Japanese people. He, he doesn't. He's not saying that in an offensive way. He's saying, man, like, we should have done that. Like, you know, why Why does it take... He's not saying it out of jealousy. I just want to but make sure I'm did, conveying But that. he didn't add the context, though, right? Right. Well, no. The, the context that this writer in this article wrote was he really probably meant, oh, we didn't have the budget to make something like this. And that's just really... I just don't like that. I think he is really trying to project his... Like, he has all these negative... Things that aren't really substantial information, and then wants to throw in a quote and kind of like construe it to what he thinks. Yeah, Nagoshi was to, saying that's really not good, man. One thing, dude. Um, is he or she Japanese? The writer of the article, or the person yeah. I was talking? No, the writer of the article. I doubt it. I doubt it because the person says there are no Japanese translators. They said they're not a translator. So, and, and that was the other thing. They, so they, they, they didn't bring was, up. I gotta ask well, go ahead. Why is he or she even talking about this? Yeah. Like, so here is before I cut you off, it it boggled my mind that you you know about uh, so uh, what's his name? Uh, he or she that said uh, he is uh, mad about uh, the awards that Gotushima got, and he didn't name drop them. The the developers were literally got uh, the honor to be uh, what, Twilight or something like that? Yeah, ambassadors. So yep, ambassadors. ambassadors. 
Like, mm -hmm. how do you do that if your game is not respectful? And apparently, right. to to be able to use uh, the Kurokawa uh, um, concept, they literally had to call to the relative for the people that did Kurokawa and ask for permission. Apparently, they were granted. Right. I mean, a lot of the... I don't know about all the styles that you could use, you know, it was like four main styles, but a lot of the core skills were all choreographed by specialists in Japan that gave them all those motions. It wasn't like they just made up a bunch of stuff. Now, I'm sure if you... If you what do you call it? You scrape through every individual motion, you probably find something that's not uh, traditionally linked. But, uh, I mean, the article does admit... But it's just really, like, fleeting. It's like, oh, they probably did a little bit of research, but really... Um, the culture of uh, Ghost Fire Tokyo is so much better. Like, that was the other, only other point that I kind of resonate with is he feels like, excuse me, he feels like uh, Ghost Fire Tokyo will be one of those niche genres that won't really explode. Like, um, what was another? He was saying like another series that's really niche. Um, maybe he was saying Yakuza, but the thing is like, even though Yakuza is niche compared to like, I don't know, the Maddens of the world, it's doing fairly well for itself. I, I just think it's it, it's in a good space. It's double A game. It I think it looks I mean, really Madden sharp. Madden in itself is niche. I mean, it's only like an American game. It's not like a global. It's, game. it's probably not like FIFA, right? Like is that's that a good point. Yeah, cool. FIFA was a better example. You're right. FIFA I don't worldwide. See, I don't see Godfire Tokyo blow up because it's a Japanese mm. game. I'm being frank. Yeah, I mean, like the other thing is the article admits that like a lot of like the core mechanics of the game are kind of old but then he the article uses that to say well Tsushima's old too so, like, it's just really salt it comes off across really salty and not nice. um, informative it needed to be informative so but this was not meant to be informative it just it wasn't he or she are, are salty about uh, which is it's such a shame instead of saying hey dude look what a non-Japanese developer did with God of Tsushima now we need something from an actual Japanese developer to put something on the map. Ghostwire Tokyo is a beginning. Let's start, let's do something that rivals Kota Tsushima, if not better. If you yeah. had something like that, then I would literally support that notion. Yeah. But and like um, some of the things they were bringing up, like, uh, sorry, this is the last part I got. Some of the things they brought up do f have a greater link to um what a native would know about japan more than a, a foreigner or what a foreigner thinks that other foreigners would like versus what japanese people would like i, I do admit that obviously i haven't played the game but that's all i have to say uh, so zero, i have a question uh, you interact with japanese people on a daily basis how did they perceive the game and i'm not talking about the media the media apparently this was the only game that got the 100 and famous to I'm focusing solely... Since Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. was the last one. Okay, I'm solely focusing on the Japanese people themselves, not the media in Japan. The Japanese people, how did they perceive uh, Ghost of Tsushima and also Sifu? Oh, well, so, Sifu is not from Japan, never mind. I haven't but, seen a lot of feedback on Sifu just because my life has been crazy. But for Tsushima, it, it was 70%, wow, this game is absolutely perfect, and 30%, well, I would say like 70% amazing, 20% really, really good, and then there's a, a very vocal 10%. And I always listen to the 10% that d 
did not like it. That, that's what I was talking about. When I said that I was listening to a, a Japanese native who's anti-imperialist, what I mean by that is there's like an overarching sense of pride that uh, – the average Japanese person believes in their country, like samurai, great, our history's great, um, our current government's great. These anti-imperialist people are almost like, I don't know if there's an equivalent for what we have in the West, but it's just somebody who's like a little more contradictory to the overarching idea of the culture in Japan, and, and so they don't like that. Basically, a KKK member, kind of. You said a what kind of member? KKK? Mm, anti-imperialist. They're really, uh, I wouldn't say anti-imperialists are like bad people. They're just anti-government. I don't, oh, like, okay, I don't, I don't I want to say like left-wing, right-wing, because it's I different. Them. Yeah, but, I mean, I wouldn't consider them bad. One of them writes for one of my favorite uh, news articles of, uh, of all time, Silicon Era. She writes for them. Uh, but yeah, she just hates Tsushima. Uh, but it's, it's sometimes, like I listen, she's just one of the examples. Because, well, here's the thing, she knows Japanese. Um, so she can listen to like uh, how language is used and conflict is used in the Japanese version. As you guys know, the guy who plays Zoro, he does all of the uh, Japanese language. That's why I, I literally love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. He, he, he did his hero so well. He felt natural. Cause yes, he felt very natural. He played uh, he plays Zoro in One Piece, and if you watch the anime. You know how good Zoro is as a voice actor in Monster. So good. Yeah. Zoro, Japanese, I don't even know his English actor. His Japanese actor is so good. So, anyway, when yeah. you played as, uh, what's his name, Jin Sekai, you're like, he fits the role. Yeah. He is genuine. You genuinely felt like you're playing a samurai. Thanks. And that felt natural. Um, Pharaoh, how do you feel about this? Uh, I feel like it's just a general opinion piece, and I think the opinion probably comes stems from the fact that, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo was actually made by a Japanese developer, whereas, um, you know, Ghost is made by a Western developer. So, you know, it's uh, the opinion of the game is slightly skewed based on that. That's kind of like, that's kind of a read that I get on it. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair, but I mean that that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. So okay, uh, zero. Um, I've got a couple of least thought, and particularly listening to Kofi, I'm glad he sort of broke down some things for me. Um, I did my best to look up who the person was. I don't know if this is them or not, so I won't like lead to a Twitter or anything. Um, but it seems the person at least looks Asian. Let's start there. Um, so I don't know if that means they that's their uh, ethnicity. That's where they come from. Um, I, you know, that's part of it. So when I think about things like that, I think about me as a person, the sort of person of color. I sometimes hesitate to call out what other people view as their experience because I'm not an Asian person. So I don't know what Asian erasure looks like. Um, and so I'm always hesitant because I know what happens when here in the States and white people say black people are always just upset. I was like, no, no, you aren't listening to what exactly, we're saying. Zero. Yeah. Exactly, Zero. You, you aren't listening to what we're saying and you just think we're upset because we because we're, we've criticized the thing that you like. And it's like both things can be true. Um, you know, I I don't necessarily agree with all the points made 
you know, by this individual when it comes to uh, Ghost of Tsushima and, and Sifu, and particularly because they're just doing different things in comparison to Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, you know, the ambassador is not withholding. There, there is, there's something to be said about the Kurosawa mode, which like isn't really a Kurosawa mode. It's like it, <laughs> yeah, it's just black and white and grainy. That's not what Kurosawa is famous for. So it does come off of a bit of lazy pandering and just say, oh, because it's in black and white and it's a movie about samurai, obviously it has to be tied to one of the greatest Japanese directors of all time. And that's a little absurd. That that would be like saying anything that's animated is Walt Disney mode. Like, it's not the same thing because that's not the themes of, of course, I was works. That's not how we operated, but you know, for got, example. But they got Go the blessing to use it. They just probably got the blessing to use his name. But again, there's no mode involved, and I don't particularly know who runs the Kurosawa estate. Just because you get the blessing doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do. Um, or that the people involved actually care as much as you would think they do. Sometimes it's just for a check. Um, and once again, I would argue nothing about the mode speaks to Kurosawa. Like, it's just black and white and grainy, which is a whole host of movies. There's no axial cuts, you know, there, you know, which, you know, if you don't know an axial cut is, if you've ever seen the movie Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock, where it flashes back and forth between the shower scene and a dude stabbing her and back and forth. Like, he was famous for doing that. That's one of his key things. That's not in there. You know, it would be like, I call it Quentin Tarantino mode, but like, there's no overt violence then like or, is it or, even or, his? or gratuitous use of the n-word you forgot yes that. you know it's like <laughs> is is it really it's like it's his and that's at least the way i understand it what they're saying is it's just in name only which sometimes mm -hmm. can come off a bit as pandering you know you can sell people on look what we did i think it's the same thing we're talking about when um for spoken it's a bunch of a room full of white men got up and said how cool and diverse we are for putting this black one in our game. It's like, but you still a bunch of white dudes who making it. So it just feels like you're pandering to us and wants like a pat on the back without actually doing any of the work. Um, but with that being said, I don't necessarily think that's un. I, I think he's being a bit unfair to what Tsushima, uh, Tsushima and particularly Sifu is trying to do. Sifu isn't trying to be anything other than like a cool little beat em up. Um, that takes heavy inspiration from like some martial arts films and things of that nature, but like it's nothing more or less than that, at least in my opinion. Um, I've played Ghostwire. I understand like it, it's sort of attention to detail is very much there, and it has to be because like it's very close to Yakuza, where like all that little like, like Yakuza feels like a lived-in place, just like Ghostwire. Though of course, like when you see Shinto shrines and all this other type of stuff, and there's dialogue you can talk about with um, how these things interact with each other and the various amounts of yokai which don't always get a lot of play because a lot of people still focus Asian everything on either the journey to the west, the monkey king um, or some kind of futuristic scope very rarely do the yokai come up properly. I think Neo, might, Neo and uh, the Souls version of it um Sekiro are like one of the two like fairly recent big names that even deal with it. And you know, I've always make a big point compared to how many Greek gods appear in video game 
pantheon, but like the yokai are just as important as far as I'm concerned. Like they're just a host of creatures that look weird, that look different, and do a bunch of different things. So, you know, I understand why Ghostwire is seen as a shining example, but I, I think it's unfair to levy that against the other two games strictly just because, like, they don't have those features. Um, but the only thing I, I look back on is I guess I can understand their point if what they like to see is better. And it's always easy to say, oh, well, yeah, you should host up this one. You Don't put this one down while putting the other one higher. But, like, I guess if you're tired, you don't really want to hear your weak excuses about, like, we'll eventually get there. And it's like, why have why aren't we there now? Like, why did it take so long to, like, make this make sense? Japan's been making video games for forever. So it's not, like, a lack of cultural knowledge. Most of the two of the big three are from Japan. So, I, you know, I guess I understand the frustration of, like, finally a good one. And, like, don't pat the developers of Ghostwire or Sifu, on, I mean, of Ghost of Shima and Sifu on the back just because they featured some Japanese elements. Like, if we really want to be represented properly, we're going to have to at least uh, support the people who really do as well. Um I, I think it's a bit more nuanced conversation than people wanted to have, even though I agree a lot of the work. And I think it's important to note this person is listed as a contributor, meaning they don't actually work for this site. So just like Pharaoh said, it's basically an opinion piece. So no one would care if he wrote this on Twitter, but he just happens to be a contributor for a, a website. So it's like, it got a little bit more played, and I guess it probably would just in a regular sense. So, you know, I, I do think it might be blown a bit overboard, but some things they're saying aren't wrong, and I think it's important to acknowledge that. Anything you want to anything you want to say about that, Kofi? Yeah, no, I, I definitely. As I got like the second half of the article is a lot easier for me to tolerate <laughs> because these. He starts to name, or she starts to name, um, no, some examples a, of things that he appreciates. It's a he. It's a he, I'm sorry. Up. That he uh, appreciates um, in to Ghostwire Tokyo that's more detailed and very specific and unique and, uh, for lack of a better word, very japanese uh, as as opposed to some of the things that you could rule as somewhat generic. I also like that um, he compared uh, Ghostwire Tokyo's... Uh, culture to Ryugagotoku's, like like he, he was comparing it to another Japanese studio, which I think is uh, a good comparison to make because the, 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 the level of knowledge or the cultural influence is, is a level playing field at that point. Um, and that's why when I got to the end, I was like, There's, this article just could be so much better. I just wish that they cited more examples of weaknesses and uh, as opposed to coming off as of salty. But it's an opinion piece, so, you know, they, they have that right. And, no, I, and, and I wonder, and I, you know, I'll let you go, Jube, but or maybe you could answer for me. I wonder if it's just the idea, if we're speaking specifically to ghosts, like, it's another samurai thing, right? Like, which is cool, but, like, Japan is way more than just samurai. Yep. I, 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 can, I can agree with that. Um, <laughs> While 
I've I've also read it like while it does come off as like salty, you know, like there's no other way to put it. Um, I kind of I kind of understand where they're coming from. Like you know me as me as a black dude, like and Pharaoh Zero Kofi, um, trying like character creators that don't like have us in mind at all <laughs> are are it, it, it's it's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like. I hate having to go into a character creator, and it's just like, yeah, the one black haircut you get is like an afro or like a like a like a crew cut or some shit. And then everything else is just like, okay, that's that's not it's not my hair, but okay, we got to figure it out. Um, so it's like, um, we you got you got the skin tone in there, but you don't really have you know the soul and essence of you know people you're trying to represent in your games. So from that perspective, I can see where that writer would be coming from it's just like they're tight they're i guess they're, they're they're frustrated with getting you know a watered down version of their culture instead of you know japanese dev comes out and makes ghostwire and that's pretty much a, a like for like of you know tokyo and exploring like mythos and shit that's typically not talked about like you stated um zero it could have it could have been worded better um, you know, I, I feel like I, it didn't necessarily need to be an opinion piece that could have been, you know, a post somewhere, you know, a, what what have you. But um, I understand the sentiment and the place that it's coming from, so I'm not I'm not too upset about it. Um, you know, hopefully, hope hopefully they'll see that as you know an opportunity to hopefully grow for the future. Um, you know, even if it reads bad at first, you know. Yeah, Zero, I have a question to you. You just did just another samurai game. What do you mean by that? Um, what I mean, uh, let's, to uh, to put it easily, like, in, uh, it's hard to, it, like, I'm trying to give a proper way to phrase it. There isn't always an American equivalent or Western equivalent, but if we if we go to, like, Europe, right, more often than not, if there is a game that takes place in what is supposed to be some type of European place, yep. chances are it is going to fall back onto the old sort of swords and sorcery swords type of energy. And all that yeah, shit. Yeah, and dragons. Sure. And it's just like, you do know that Europe is more than just dragons and swords, any of that stuff. Or even if you do, like, you know, Europe is not just the United Kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you jump over to, you know, the Scots, where they have the Fae. Um, and all that sort of lore and mythology, or you jump over to Italy and what do they have, or you jump over to France and what do they have. Um, it seems as though a go-to, like, if you're doing anything Japanese, chances are it'll probably be a ninja-focused. Ninja, ninjas or samurais, for samurais, sure. Samurais, um, and some level of martial arts, even though, like... But you can also say that anime, you can also say that about yokai, you can also... So is that not the culture in general? I, Kofi, you let me know. You've been to Japan before. Do a lot of people there know martial arts? I would like, say a majority does not. I mean, yeah, I, like, like they're just sort of regular people, and that's what I meant. It's like, yeah. it's not. Yes, the, certainly there's a culture there, but like, sa- samurai's not really a big culture anymore because it's not here anymore. In the same but way that knights but aren't a big a, culture it's, anymore. It's a, it's a historical. Uh, quote unquote accurate game in a way. Like, Which was they, my... literally, 
so uh, I'm failing to understand how is that an issue. My my point is you they instead of they could have made this modern day. They chose to make this an historical samurai game, which it feels like a lot of people go back to samurai instead of bringing it further into the future. It the easy example is for, for the Call of Duty series for decades only seemed to think World War II existed. Like they only ever wanted to focus on World War II. It took them so long. Interesting. Yeah, like there was no other wars or conflicts that ever happened. And then they decided to upgrade when they get, lo and behold, when they do modern warfare, it's a hit. Because you know what's cooler? I mean, or at least more interesting? Like setting something in modern day times. One, you're not. A few games that. Absolutely. How many more? uh, Now that they've done it, it's cool. They went to the future with advanced warfare. What I think would be nice is. You can have a game set in Japan that doesn't have to do anything with the history of Japan, i.e. anything to do with samurais or any guy who's a complete martial artist. Like uh, The Persona games, while are still fairly Japanese, are just sort of about or feel slice-of-life RPGs where like part of your whole thing is like, I gotta go to school and do this piece, which is like you can transfer that to America very easily. I can't transfer Ghost of Tsushima here because we don't have an equivalent to that. And so that's my only point. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, um, but, you know, I, I, the soapbox I'm on is the same soapbox I use for when we use the Greek gods in everything. And Hades is one of my favorite games of all time. But, like, that game could have been Osiris. That game could have been any of uh, a Nazi. That game could have been any of the various pantheon of gods that exist that don't have to be the Greek gods. Everybody, and I, you, we all know why, because it's easy. But, like, Maybe don't do things easy. Like, I'm assuming Ghostwire Tokyo isn't easy because people just aren't at all familiar with this sort of cultural aspect of Japan, especially yeah, not set in a modern-day setting. If you're an, into anime, you know most of the things that they showcase. But uh, there are a lot of people who only watch very specific animes. Yep. Like, if I'm just into Cowboy Bebop, I have no sense of that culture. Yeah, and they don't talk about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's not even a trope. Yeah, give me a new season of Full Metal Panic. Expeditiously. Like, I agree with you and I get what you're saying. And, like, again, this is no. Ghost of Tsushima is a wonderful game. This is not a knock on that game, nor is Sifu. Sifu is wonderful. Um, but I can, uh, I, at least in my head, I can understand the frustration when people keep going back to the same well. No, but here's the thing when you literally create a Japanese game that is set in. In a few, not futuristic, like look at uh, Gravity Rush. That game didn't do well, feels like. And now you look at a game like uh, Gravity Rush, no matter how you slice it or dice it, it cut is basically Japanese. She just doesn't speak Japanese. Um, when you look uh, now, so then they go the realistic route, which uh, with Ghost of Tsushima, and they gonna get knocked for that. It's like. You can't win, no matter what you do, or if you create an anime game. And most of the time, anime games give themselves to begin with. So it's like, you are going to be criticized no matter what you do. Well, when yeah, you... I mean, but as as a creator, you have to be comfortable with criticism. There is no perfection here. Everybody's going to have something to say about what you do. 
but it's how you present and how you succeed with it. I think we all generally agree that but, Gravity Rush is a fantastic game that I, it, people didn't buy, and I don't know if it's because it was on the Vita, and like it had a whole host of issues. No, but they made it for PlayStation, and that's when I bought it, for PlayStation 4. And second one came, and I loved it, and people just didn't support it, which is a shame. It's, I agree with you. It's an absolute shame that that game like didn't get the support it deserved, because it's it's excellent. But I don't know if, like, that's the... I, I don't want to get... I, developers have a hard enough job, but I don't want to give them the easy out of falling back on old standards. Um, I think if you, you need to put their feet to the fire because deadlines or, you know, harshness breeds the best creativity. Zero. Freedom is the enemy of creativity. Zero. At the very end, I know one thing is true. People are going to bitch, no matter when, if people could do something different, aka Death Stranding. What did people say about Death Stranding? Oh, it's weird, too weird, I'm not going to play it. And then when you give them something that is normal, oh, why don't you do try something with? It's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. That's basically the entire situation. I mean, again, yeah, but like, if you know, like, let's say I look at the Nintendo side, like, Animal Crossing on its surface is a very weird game. A lot of people don't particularly get it, but like, it sells like gangbusters. It does absolutely well. And like, frankly, you don't really do much of anything in it. Like, most people wouldn't even consider it a game. Dance Dance Revolution, very weird game on the surface. One the number one criticism about that game is like you know it's not dancing right like yeah I understand we all get it but at the time it was one of the most popular arcade arcade games to ever exist being weird doesn't like uh Kojima's game I think personally is weird because like it's even weirder than the things he used to do which is already very weird. And Kojima's just a weird dude. He's got weird ideas. He puts them forth, and, like, that's fine. But, like, it's easy to cover them up when, like, you mask it with a military shooter. But, like, we're, we're not going to forget that, like, he had basically a vampire in his game. And, like, it was just, he was just there. <laughs> or, a fat, or a fat dude who rode around on skates. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, he's always been, he's always had weird stuff. Yeah, like, wait a minute. Like, what, or like some weird, you know, dude who's just obsessed with guns or this one specific gun or an invisible ninja. Uh, like Quiet is like probably the least of his weird people and she's a bit off-putting. So like weird can win. Again, I, I don't I don't want to make it seem like a knock. I, I'm not knocking them for it. I understand why you do what you got to do. And again, Sifu and Ghost of Shima are really good games. Like I'm not going to take that away from him and I don't think anybody... I mean, you could not like them, that's fair, but like, I think objectively, I think you could look at them and say, these are really well-made um, examples of their genre and gaming, and like are good examples of a good game. But you can do more, and it's always up to them to present us with something new and different, because that's what we always want. You know, that's number one criticism levied at Mario every single time, is like, people keep viewing it as the same thing. I would argue it's not, but... You, I'm sure you can make the argument that it can be. So, like, okay, Mario didn't give us something different. 
give us an RPG series like you've done. Um, and so, like, they've done that. They've evolved the formula. Same with Pokemon. Give us something different. They finally evolved the formula with Arceus. And it looks like the new game will be following in that. But you don't have to fall back on your old laurels because the world is wide and varied. And there's so much lore around any culture that, like, you can just sort of focus on one little thing and just expand that as opposed to, like, doing the whole thing. Like, you know, Hades is just a story of Hades' son. Not even, yep. It doesn't even the story of the entire Greek pantheon. It's just this one little story. Yeah, you run into them, and that's cool. But Yeah. I, I mean, same with Ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Ghost is sort of this one little story about, like, the Mongol evasion in Japan. Yeah. But, you know, Japan's had a lot of skirmishes over the years, and a lot of them don't feature samurai either. What what are those stories? Can you tell an interesting story? Can you make an interesting game with that story? I'm sure they can because they're very talented. So I would just like to see them stretch their legs a bit more. Is all, somebody will have something to say about it. Well, it's not per se samurai with his nail, but Neo samurai game. Well, it's kind of is a samurai game. But 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 I think Neo is a good example, right? Like you can. Lean on your samurai stuff, but and it's still samurai. samurai games, though, and it's but it's something. Yo- yokai. So yeah, but it's something different. To... How is it different? So it's literally Dark Souls, but instead of Middle East, it's literally. Uh, I'm genuinely failing to understand your point now, because it's basically. So, you want them to do something different, which I totally understand you. But Neo is not something different. Uh, what's called Final Fantasy, um, what's called uh, Stranger Paradise, that can be something different. Because Final Fantasy has always been a turn-based game, and sometimes you had a uh, uh, strategy game in it. Also, well, you also had what's called um, uh, a dance game for Final Fantasy. So, going... I mean, there's then, a... Yeah? So, there's a lot that's been done with the Final Fantasy franchise. Like, outside of mainline titles. You got, what, World of Final Fantasy. You got, you know, the Kingdom Hearts stuff. I mean, Crystal they do a lot with that. Yeah. yeah, they do a lot with that. Not Dissidia. Dissidia. Yeah, they do a lot with it. I mean, again... That's their, I, that's their moneymaker. I think... It's, it seems like you might be we might be running around the thing here, but like because you've picked on a very specific thing about Final Fantasy and saying that's different. I think that's it doesn't have to be vastly this whole different thing. Neo to me is effective, and uh, we had the conversation when we were talking about uh, Elden Ring and how like Neo felt like the natural evolution to the formula that Dark Souls presented. But mm-hmm. they went back to Elden Ring, which is back to Dark Souls. They didn't evolve past Neo, which, and I, I, I think Kovi, you agree. Like Neo is, it seems like the natural no, evolution think, for a series think, like that. I think you're miss no, because uh, this is not FromSoft that did Elden Ring. I mean, no, I, uh, I, I, I understand Neo. there are different people who made it. Oh, yeah, they are not the same. I, I'm just saying, but that, that's what I'm saying. Neo is different. It's not just Dark Souls. It is different. And so, like, it can be different. While still, it's fairly similar to Dark Souls. It has some of, the, some of that same energy. But, like, 
it is different, and it doesn't have to be a vast difference. You have to introduce something small and unique but, uh, and interesting. With that being the case, uh, Sekiro is all about Japan and stuff like that, and it's a samurai. So why did he not knock that game up? Sekiro's old. He knocked the two most recent examples. But, all, but then even even with that, so where is from software based? Zero. Yeah. Oh, actually, I I have no clue. Are they are they're they Japanese? Japanese. Oh, yes. Okay. In, and so is the New York. Are they making yeah. like? Do you, do you understand now? This this no. is literally uh, what's called. I understand your point, but he was absolutely not focusing on your point. He was shut in it because he was salty. Like yeah, you could it was it was sour. Salty. It's it's sour grapes because he feels like his shit was whitewashed. I get it. I, I like I said, I, I understand where he's coming from. I don't but... because he never named he never named once name dropped uh, why from software a Japanese company doing well, Middle from... Eastern game. I think that's a but... bad argument to put forth when you need him to name every example. Like he gave us two you can get the, you... popular examples. Yeah, you can get the gist. Yeah, you yeah. get the context of what he's saying. But I mean, my thing is like. I've brought it up millions of times. Like a a lot of big Japanese studios don't make games catered to their local audience. They make it toward the broader audience that buys the actual titles. You know, and maybe that's it. I mean, throw that could be it because we it probably harder sell on us to yokai than it is just a basic samurai thing. But you know what's you know what's funny? I believe I honestly believe that like we, we've seen it with Ghost of Tsushima, right? I believe that an American studio making a game catered to a Eastern audience will appear more will appeal more to Westerners the same way that Eastern games made towards Western audiences appeal towards people in Japan. I just said because like uh, Final Fantasy at this point appeals to a Western audience. It's not made for it's not intended for a Japanese audience anymore at this point. I mean, I would yeah. argue Seven, which is like the one of the more popular in the series, is a very Western game. It is very Western. Mm. It it is beloved. That's the point that I'm making. Is that if if your if you if your home base is in your country, you're better off making games catered to another region because your country will still um, support you. Like we're starting to see that. Like see, you know, so I see it. Um, I if you're Japanese people, you always heard about the Momotoro and stuff like that and the Oda uh, what's called Omina um Ichiro? No, 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 the, uh, the, the Oda something is an old general the throne. Oh, Nobunaga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobunaga, Nobunaga. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Like, you heard of this game, I don't think they are excited to play at Oda Obinaga. They would something play like for example something they never interact with like for example the middle east we know uh, the middle uh, asia they never interacted with us so playing as uh, a guy in elder ring or a girl in elder ring and going hunting to sword uh, to uh, dragon and stuff like that like that excites them and on the other hand we uh, and i'm talking about specifically me uh that come from Middle East. I want to play more Japanese games. I'm excited about that. 
if they made a game now about uh, Lebanon or Syria or whatsoever, I would be interested in it, but I would be like, what you gonna give me from it? Most of the time, it, especially with uh, Arab, you can tell a lot of story, but people are not gonna care about that. People wanna care more about uh, the Middle Eastern and the Japanese stuff. So it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you look at like JRPGs, for instance, which is like, you know, the, you know, the franchise. I mean, the the genre that Japanese, you know, culture gets to hang their hat on. The ones that appeal to an Eastern audience don't sell as well as the ones that appeal to a Western audience. I mean, it just kind of is what it is at the moment. Um, I mean, there's you know, there's a reason that like these these studios haven't grown and haven't seen that type of success, even though they make fantastic games. And, like, and you know, just... it, maybe it's not these studios to do it. Maybe it's someone else to come and do it. Who some you know someone who's like, I'm just tired of doing this. I'm a go. You know it. what? They might need they might to they might need to do a thing where they where like maybe like a level five makes a game, but they start reaching out you know, to the West to publish it. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, so, that would be great. So yeah. I think they need to, I think, I, think that, I think they might need that balance. Um, you know, like having that American name on it, you know, might make it appeal more to the audience that you're, that, that you may not be intending to reach. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I really I, think like, I, I, th- I was just going to say, like, I resonate with a lot of what you were saying. Like, I think of something like Monster Hunter World. I feel like the the graphics upgrade that that game got really made it appeal to the Western audience. But that game was already a hit, a hit in Japan, right? Like, people shut it down to play that joint on a 3DS. Same thing for Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest XI made a huge difference with, with the graphical leap up from uh, Ignore 10 right now, from 9 on, on the 3DS. That, that, that really made a difference. It, it, like, like, Dragon Quest is still more a Japanese thing. Like, I remember when... um. The heroes got announced for Smash, right? And the people were like, people in the West oh, were like, we yeah. don't give a crap about that crap. But you in, know, the, actually, in the Japan, Smash they were like, a, yo! Smash was a perfect example because all the a lot of the heroes that they release are, one, Sakurai just puts who he likes in there, but like, <laughs> yeah. are far more popular over in the East than they are the West. Like, all the Sword Boys, yeah, yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem people, like, we, I had not heard of Martha Roy until Smash had come out. <laughs> Didn't know Fire Emblem was a thing. Yeah. So yeah, so, you might be right. Um. So there are now rumors going around PlayStation buying from Soft. Do you guys think? I know. I saw that. <laughs> I so don't know what you're saying because I just I, I just don't think they want to be bought. I mean, they're on top of the world. Yeah. Their, their last game won Game of the Year. Their current game bought to win Game of when the Year. Game- <laughs> <laughs> just think, rolling in money. Maybe right now. Yeah, I think right now, I think when it comes to looking at Sony and acquisitions, I think we need to look at their last earnings report because in there, I I don't remember the number, but um, Sony gave um, PlayStation a set budget towards acquisitions. Yeah, they gave up. So, and I, I, no, I, no, I, I don't, they, I, I don't know how close they they're up. Like they they told them they they told. Um, they told shareholders where how much of that budget has already been spent and what the total budget is. Um, I think we can look that up real quick. I don't you know. I feel uh, like it was posted, but maybe it's been updated. I don't know. 
No, it was it was as of the last earnings report. So I mean, it's fairly recent. Like the last earnings report came out like in February. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. last month. But don't you agree that literally, uh, what's called, um, it played taking up an idea, and Sony will look at that. Okay, yeah, that's good. So we're gonna give you extra money. I mean, Sony's always willing to give um, extra money because it doesn't because of their install base. It doesn't cost as as much, you know, as it exactly. does. You know, exactly. So competition. I can I can totally see PlayStation now, but not PlayStation. It could. Look at it. Sony is is heavily into the in anime industry. Buying Kodakawa would get them that even more. If they buy Kodakawa, they they man, I would be really happy if they bought Kodakawa. They do some They really would cool literally stuff get from soft with it. Yeah, like they would also a, get the relayer team. That's a win-win um, situation. I mean, uh, not I'm the saying, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. Possible. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying we gotta look at. I'm just, we, gotta, we gotta look at big picture of like what, because we we know what their limit is. We but, know like we have I'm, we have an idea of what their cap is. So. But I'm explaining to, like, that this on. is no longer a PlayStation thing, but more of a Sony thing. Now uh, it's then, no longer. Then that would be that would be on Sony's initiative. It wouldn't it, be play, like that would be something Sony would want to do now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would be out of Jim Ryan's hands. Uh, it would be a combination of both. Like you get PlayStation get FromSoft and we get Kodakawa. Win win. Basically like that. Like this is uh, outside from buying Square. This is the smartest decision for Sony right now. If they are all in into anime uh, uh, focus, like uh, especially with Kodakawa is almost every anime you see. Uh, it's part of it. And Honestly, I think. I mean, are I they think... into uh, are they into anime so much as like to me? They're into distribution. They're yeah, more into Son distribution. Sony feels like what Microsoft is doing, just specifically with anime. Like it, I don't know if they created any of their own. They're just buying everyone up. So it's like everybody will have to They're come buying to distribution. No distribution rights. They own yeah. Funimation. Like Funimation and, and, and Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll don't really make any anime. And they make very few. But they more Original. so do yeah. like they do it they do like dubs and, and, and have distribution rights. Yeah, and and because any anime worth its salt is probably gonna pass through Funimation and or Crunchyroll. So like there's nowhere it, it, there's nowhere else for it to pass through. I mean like yeah. you can sneak on to Netflix or you know you might be able to get on the Hulu, but like uh, eh, as far as yeah. like people who are actually paying and watching anime like heavily, it's, it's not really Netflix. Nerds. It's not it's not Netflix people. I mean, I watch some anime on Netflix, but it's not a ton. No, I typically go to Crunchyroll or you know. Yeah, so I like. I, I don't know. If they're all not in. Surprised with them buying it. What about you, Kofi? I t I'm sorry. I totally. Space Cadet. I have no idea what you guys talk about. Yeah, no, just the whole crunch, uh, thing. I would not be surprised. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, back off. Um, I like the idea of them buying Katakawa because Katakawa, as you as uh, you know, Omar, they're involved in a lot of things. They make good animations. They um, they own the God Wars team, um, uh, which just made. Remember this game I was telling you about with the mechs that in the um turn based battle that's tactics called Relayer. Yeah, yeah you it told comes me. out like in a week. Yeah, that game comes out. Oh, no, it's out. It's out today. 28th 
Um, they own that team. They, um, their own team built that up from scratch under Kadokawa. So it's it's niche things like that that get me excited. Obviously, from software, of course. Like the if, under from software, I want a new um, I want a new Armored Core game. Like, give me that Armored Core Six. So yeah, I mean, how Shuichida get regret is him not buying from software. Oh, absolutely. And, and another thing, um, as you guys know, I have to mention that Kadokawa made the original remasters of the old Trails games, the Trails in the Sky series that's only available on Steam. They did the a compl- like almost, I would say like 85% of the lines are actually voice acted, of course, only in Japanese, but they're all voice acted and all the uh, all the um, HD scenes are redone on the Vita version. Um, so I loved them for that. Like they did such a good job and they do a ton of visual novel stuff. Like their visual novel work is really great. So they have a ton of skill. Uh, an experience, and I just feel like PlayStation can get a lot out of that, like outside of just the God Wars team and uh, From. So, yeah. Do um, we think if they bought them, how would they use... Obviously, From Software would be around. Um, but things like, like, would we get another Front Mission if bought by Sony? I think we had this conversation with another company. I can't remember who it was. Um, like, it's always the dream, right? But, like, will Sony continue to sort of operate in a way it's traditionally done and well, that is you know well, save for its big bangers and everybody else just kind of whatever well, yeah they have herman holt and herman holt is a fan of the og stuff so maybe i, yeah. I would say um oh shoot what was i gonna say darn it i just had something to do with uh small oh here's the thing that needs to continue the china hero project I know that things like Fist was great. Anim Mutination, I'm gonna be. It's great. Um, the, what's that one game? Lost Soul Aside, probably gonna be really, really good. But let's not let it die there. There probably could be a good rotation of games every two years coming out of that to help. That, pull, you know, that's what that. I would, like. Um, I, so, as I'm looking up, I didn't know that the Zero Escape series is under them. I would love a new Zero Escape. Series. Oh, Spike It's Spike Junsoft. I get the sense that they probably will never touch that game if bought. Because you know that the, the oh, developers got that new game coming out. I'm sorry, go ahead, Farrell. I was going to say, you know, when we talk about Sony and acquisitions, we can't put them in the same category as a Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Google. Like, we have to understand that their budget is finite, and we need to start asking the question of, what do we lose if they keep making large acquisitions? Like, them 250 million acquisitions, like Insomniac and stuff like that, are, like, right in their wheelhouse because they still have to do it because then they just got yeah. to do development. But if they acquire... And Arm's not that expensive large, either. Yeah. And, you know, when they acquire Bungie, Bungie only makes one game. You get what I'm saying? Nah. So they're making another game. I they're agree. making a new one now, but right now they only make one game. If they park, If they purchase something larger with large staff and a bunch of IPs, some of them IPs are likely to die, and we'll never see them again. That's my worry. The, the, yeah, the, the, they, the, their their budget is 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 a lot more finite than the the larger tech companies that are in the gaming space. So like like some like at some point acquisitions will come at a cost to Sony, and that cost is going to come come to us in the form of you know some titles that we may have loved that that publisher or that studio did before, we may not see that anymore because it's not an income generator, um, you know, in the eyes of Sony. Dude, 
Are you literally projecting what Microsoft is literally doing right now? Are uh, you? What IP? What what, what IPs have has? Good. Uh, what Microsoft happened? Killed as dude, a result dude, of acquisition. Let's, let's start. What happened to Halo? What's happening with uh, Initiative okay, right now? Did, okay. What what did they? What studio has Microsoft acquired that has resulted in less IPs being developed from that studio? Dude, they you're talking about you're you're talking you're talking dude, about studios that Microsoft they, has built and dude, the IPs that they, they own. But Bethesda and look where they bought a Halo So is what right what now. less games? What less games are we getting from Bethesda as a result of this acquisition? They're buying Bethesda and look what happened to Halo. What I'm talking about is they what, what, bought what, what 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 is one what is what is one shown to do with the other? You're talking. That's what I'm asking. You're, you're What's saying, the correlation? You're 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 naming it. Correl- I'm asking. I'm correlation. asking. What is the correlation? Where have where has we where have we seen a diminishing return in 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 the in the form of games from Bethesda or from three four three? Is three four three making less games? Is no, Zenimax making less games now? No, three four three is making absolute horrible game to the point where the fan base the, are not happy with how, it. How, how is the game horrible? How the game as a result as a as a result of the acquisition? How is the game horrible? It's missing some modes, but the game plays great. It has a really good campaign. It it's missing Forge, and it could use some more maps. It's a little bare bones, like any live service game kind of starts out. So I'm asking, like, you're you're naming Halo, but like hate like Halo was an issue. The issues that you have with Halo were present before the acquisition. And that's what I'm talking about. Uh, so you're saying that because PlayStation is buying, quote-unquote, uh, Square, um, Square Enix... I'm Square, saying if Sony gets caught up in... I'm saying if Sony gets caught up in an arms race, at the end of the day, the type of corporation that they are, the budget is finite. So as a result of them acquiring a certain studio that you may love, you may lose certain titles that you were expecting them to continue making. Like what? It, like art, for instance, like Sony acquires Square Enix. So what if you only get from Square Enix? You only get Final Fantasy, only the mainline Final Fantasies, um, Near, Dragon Quest, um, a little couple games that 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 Crystal Dynamics makes. You know those those Disney titles and stuff like that that they have licenses for. And, and you that's it. You don't get any. You only get the big games, basically. What if you lose like dra- like you lose Dragon Quest Builders, like you lose a bunch of other titles as a result. You keep all the big stuff, but a lot of those little games start to disappear because they bought Square, just hypothetically speaking. I don't see that ever from happening because they, they can give their uh, developers the, the freedom to do whatever they want to do. No, they don't. And, no, they don't. Are you sure they about have, that? They don't have freedom to do whatever they want to do. They do. They, they, they literally no. quote unquote. No one has no, no one has freedom to do whatever they want to do. They get they get they they do. propose ideas. They they make pitches. It's, it's the same in any entertainment industry. You make a pitch, and that pitch gets approved. Their 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 ideas that die at the at the floor. Not not every I I mean. Because everyone in the studio has a different idea of the type of game they want to make. It's all about the voting. Now, once they want, now once once they get to a certain point, 
they have a certain level of creative freedom that they're allowed to make the game that they want to make. But it's not like every idea that hits the floor gets approved, girl, right off the bat. That doesn't happen anywhere. Like in my head, if, if yeah. like if they were to buy Square, and I just use an example, and if you're a fan of it, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but like the the, cho- the Chocobo Racing GP, or at this point, Triangle Strategy, right? Like those games exist on Switch, and because they're sort of basically perfect Switch games, I just don't see Sony PlayStation really caring that much about any of those titles. Not not as if Chocobo is a huge thing, I, but like if I'm a fan of it, I it do. just might go away. And to I be do. fair for me, this is my problem with consolidation as a whole. I, I think good. when things are owned by big three, every, a lot of other stuff fall by the wayside. I disagree for few simple reasons. One, PlayStation went out of their way to get uh, to to um, what's called because um, what's called. Um, was the name of that game? Like PlayStation went to Sega and funded uh, the Yakuza franchise just to put it on their play. The PlayStation have been giving money and giving the ability to other developers to create something different. Like they yeah, but that's selective. No, it's different when you own the whole thing and the whole budget falls on you. It's different. It's different but, when everything that happens in that company falls on your shoulders. It, but it changes. But Field is literally coming to PlayStation. PlayStation it's makes easy, to, but but you're but you're but you're saying that Sony is very willing to cherry pick titles that they feel is advantageous to their platform, and you know contribute money to that cause of that game being made. Exactly. So, yes, so that, 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 because, but that's but that's very different than buying a studio and inheriting an entire catalog and funding everything that's in that catalog from that point forward that they had planned to develop. It's a big difference because you might not believe in every game that's in their catalog when you purchase it. I and and and, and I think this goes all the way through. Like it's for example, doesn't seem like Square Enix ever has any intention of doing anything with Grandia ever again. It just seems dead to them. I but don't no, that, believe that's that's um they only published it. Uh, Game Arts still owns it. Oh, okay, so they still own it. Yeah. Or what's the game everybody keeps wanting from them? Uh, the Dragon. Valkyria game. Profile. Oh, the Dragon game. Oh, so- did Sony make the Dragon game? Who made Legend, Legend of oh. Dragoon? Oh, oh Dragon. Yeah, so yeah, so 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 very so very much so. Legend of Dragoon. That Square Enix is purchased by Sony. It's very likely you get a Legend of Dragoon, but it's also very likely that you lose some other games as a result of you getting Legend of Dragoon. And I so would like, actually, I would argue that that Square's not done anything with it. Pretty much solidifies Sony's not going to do anything with it. So they're just gonna, it's going to like doubly die because Square's not going to waste their time. I mean, Sony's not going to waste their time if Square's not going to be interested. So why I would mean, I waste I, my time on something you've never been interested in before? I really think like you guys bring up a good point that consolidation can be very dangerous. When I think of Square Enix, um. The history of that company, obviously, you know, it was Squaresoft and Enix separately. Um, their consolidation, their partnership worked out very well. Uh, if if we if we morning Monday morning quarterback look back, Square Enix has at least attempted. Maybe they weren't so good, but at least has attempted to bring back almost every franchise that was part of either Enix or Squaresoft. Okay, Xenogears, and there's a couple of really great gems that haven't. Um, in the consolidation, Sony's let's say Sony does buy them. They really need to look at the Square Enix situation, very similar to how they did Bungie, right? A lot of analysts were saying that Bungie was 
the acquisition of Bungie was overpaid, right? But if you look deeper into the details, it suggested that Sony knew that buying something like Bungie might make people who work at Bungie kind of squeamish, like, oh, here we go again, another Activision type of deal. So they made sure that they had funds to incentivize some of the critical employees to stay there and to make sure that they, or at least help them perceive the fact that whatever they're doing now, they're going to still be able to continue on. That definitely may not be the case in five years. That's all I'm saying. But for, for Square Enix, let's say they buy them, they need to have the same approach. They need to say, what type of value does Square Enix bring to the Japanese market? Yeah, worldwide, okay, Final Fantasy VII, stuff like that. It, it would be in their best interest to say, we can make a lot more money having Square Enix keep all these people happy as opposed to making it our you know, AAA only machine. They need to see that type of value. The fact that they saw in Bungie, to me, says that they could have a similar type of perspective for how Square Enix would be different for them. Now, they could maybe not do that and just do Final Fantasy VII over and over again and drill it into the ground like Activision, but they almost watched Activision burn before Microsoft saved it. So I, I would just hope that they, they know that's the truth. You need to know how that company in, influences that market before you go ahead and buy them. Because like you said, front mission, like you said, these, these 2D, smaller front mission type games that, that coming out, or the Valkyrie profile action game, those games really do well on Switch because they're probably not very expensive. Let's call them an A game. And they go out and they sell pretty good on a Switch that has all this market penetration. Um, and and they might not Valkyrie be profile is not coming to Switch, I think. What do you say? Valkyrie profile is not going to Switch. I think. It's not? No, Elysium okay. is. Yeah. Only Elysium. Oh, Elysium's not my bad. Yeah. Oh, shit, my bad, my bad, no, my bad, no. No, no, um, no, 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 it's okay. Um, but, but, but things like a Bravely Default and Bravely yeah. Default 2, which did relatively well, did good numbers on a Switch. Yeah. I, I don't you think... lose that, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it, Bravely Default... Like, people would... I, and it is what it is. I don't think PlayStation people would be very happy with Bravely Default because it is not a a resource-intensive game. It is not the best-looking game. It's a very good game, but, no, like, huh? it is sort of bare phones, especially when, like, they've got, you know, they're pushing Dolefield, which does look pretty amazing. So, you know, they're like, yeah, we want more Dolefield. Why does anything on the PlayStation look like uh, Bravely Default? And so Bravely Default would go away, and I think it's one of the best little, like, RPGs in the last couple years. I think it's in Sony's best interest to make sure that they... Um, do their whatever they end up doing, like it, uh, first party type games. Let's say they're out of Japan. They need to do like Nintendo does. For instance, like um, the Mario games, the Kirby games. Sometimes a, a single developer will take over something like I don't know, like uh, Platinum Games does their now own Bayonetta series. But a lot of their other IPs, you don't really know what studio made them. They just yeah. kind of like have their team, right? Like who made our Odyssey? Like name the team. Like I don't know. It's just it's under the Nintendo umbrella. It's kind of just like a, a homogenous bring on people. I would guess that there's some people who work for different companies. Maybe they bring like a Namco Bandai guy over for like a year. Yeah. Um, I think Sony would benefit from something like that. It's the same thing um, with Kirby. Like Kirby's. Yeah. Like I don't even know who made, made Kirby. By a bunch of people. Like yeah. Sakurai made Kirby, and like the first couple oh, yeah. Kirby God games are his. Uh, so, um, Smash Sakurai. Yeah. You said who? Um, <laughs> Smash Sakurai. He made, Smash. you know, that Kirby's his. But, yeah, like, right. he didn't make the newest one. And he right, has right. made a bunch of them in a long time. But, like, they're all Kirby. They all kind of follow the same. Everybody knows the rules. 
So, like, I agree with you. It, Nintendo seems to be the best way to do it, even though they act like some of their things just don't exist. So they're still having. That's to true. <laughs> yeah, they've gone like two gens of making at the like end of, at yeah, the end of a few the, things. At the end of uh, the conversation, every single company uh, has certain game uh, franchises that they don't touch anymore. That's the reality of things. Yeah, we might go two gens without seeing Killzone. I don't think we're going to see kills on this gen. I hope not. Uh, no, sorry. I hope we don't. Cause I oh, you don't to... like kills on? You know me. I don't fuck with the PS to begin with. I never mm. played the first kills on, nor do I have any interest in playing kills on. With them, uh, what's called experiencing for Horizon, I want them to branch out. I want mm. them to try now a hacker slash. Mm. I, I don't like it when. Develop like for example, with what Naughty Dog did. First they did Uncharted, now they did Last of Us, and now with Last of Us to be done, I want them aside from uh, what faction, which again I'm not a fan of. I want Sony First them... Party is in desperate need of multiplayer. They're already working on multiple multiplayer. No, I don't want them to work on multiplayer. Like. There are so many multiplayers that I don't want any more of them. But we're getting sadly 10. They already said there will be on 10. How many multiplayer games say, Sony have in development? I think three or four? I would say right how now. many Uncharted level multiplayer games are they going to turn out? And Uncharted meaning by quality. There's, I think there's a small handful of quality multiplayer games. You got, you, got, you got Destiny making, making, a, making a new one. And then you have the Haven game, which is supposed to be multiplayer. Um, they acquired a new studio, Fire Sprite. They're making a multiplayer. And Naughty Dog is making a multiplayer. So you got like, yeah, like four multiplayer games in development. That's not a ton. And I, mean, I just um, wonder how many of them are going to be the level of Sony. Or at least the level that Sony likes to present themselves to be. Yeah, as uh, that's gonna be that, that's gonna be very interesting. But I guess I'll save my thoughts for that when we talk about the whole Spartacus topic. Um, when we get there, so. Um, no, I'm gonna move to the next topic, which this is going to be interesting. Uh, so let me pull up because I don't have the capability to do it there. Uh, 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 Dante does, because my laptop is Um, so, um, a dude by the name of Jeff Kanta put out a tweet, the trade as follow. I know elderly and all that, but it truly breaks my heart more people aren't talking about Horizon Forbidden West. It is utterly superb on every level. So, by this tweet, he didn't shit on Eldering, he didn't say Eldering is bad game, nor did he say don't talk about Eldering or give Eldering attention. So I do chime in. Low, imagine wishing a great game got less attention. I don't know where he is coming from, he never said that. So he doubled down. I guess this dude thinks bugging on Elden Ring will make him look cool. LOL. 
uh, his name is Seth Trezo. Who is this dude? Well, Director of Executive Communication at Xbox, former New York Times and Protocol, co-founder of Fans Belong Here. Clearly this dude needs to go back to school because no one ever said don't talk about Ring or give Ring less attention. The only, they only said, he only said, I just wish people talk more about Forbidden West. That's it. Uh, am I missing something? Did the dude ask for less attention for elderly? I'm gonna start with you, Kofi. I'm so sorry. I keep having to step away because of my kids. I, I should go okay. second. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna. Did you read that? Oh, you stepping away? I stepping away. Zero. I'm gonna start with you then. Um. I mean, it sounds just like a guy saying things. Um, I, at least in my head, where he works at doesn't seem to be that. Imp- I don't think that seems to be very important to the story. Um, because I think actually, what's happening is actually it is for one simple reason. Xbox fans are literally using Elden Ring to combat Horizon Forbidden One. So oh see, my. I I th- I think that you're falling into the same trap that that dude is. Whereas what happened is some guy was just sad because Elden Ring is getting much more news than Horizon. It's not surprising. Um, that's how, because the games are fundamentally different. You're just going to have more stuff to talk about in Elden Ring than Horizon. Um, another guy came in and completely blew that tweet up in a way that was unnecessary and not needed. And then, of course, what is just a simple day-to-day stupid Twitter misunderstanding now gets blown up, and now it is Xbox fans X, Y, and Z, which, of course, now turns into, well, PlayStation plans are X, Y, and Z, when all it ever was to begin with was a fairly innocent tweet that some other rando, despite who he works for, he's still a random to the person who made the tweet, decided to take in a different way. And it's just like, but we that happens on Twitter literally every day. Why is this story any more important other than he works for Xbox? Because he worked for Xbox. But so many people work for Xbox. It's a massive corporation. Yeah, like you're allowed to have an opinion just because you work somewhere. Yeah, they don't they don't control everyone's voice on Twitter. It's it's uh, yes, if it was Phil Spencer who came out and said this, all right, that's something different. If it was Bill Gates who came out and said this, that's something different. It's some guy who's the director of executive communications. Can you tell me what that job is? I know what it is. I'm just asking, can you tell me what that job is? No, I literally just said what he is. He yeah, worked so... time before any director of communication. Right. So, for easy example, good friend of mine also works for Xbox. He can also go up on Twitter and say whatever he wants. He has no creative say on anything that happens in the Xbox organization. But it just, it makes no sense for him to say what he said. You're absolutely right. Welcome to Twitter. <laughs> like I said, the only reason this is important is because, like, he works for Xbox, but, like, he can be a janitor at Xbox. It doesn't matter. Like, he has no real control over what Xbox is doing. He ain't making the big moves. He might make a good amount of money. But like, yeah, somebody like people walk up to him and say, "Hey, we need messaging for this." 
That's the yes. only thing. Like they tell him what we need uh, you to put out messaging for. So maybe oh, he's yeah. bad at his job because like he engaged in messaging that was unnecessary. But I, 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 at least to me, it feels like something is. This is exactly how these things spiral out okay, of control. So it's yeah, I, I feel like people. I feel like one people like him need to separate their Twitter from their professional. So like, absolutely. If, if, if like like that's what your LinkedIn profile is for. You don't need to be on Twitter saying that you know I'm VP of you know Xbox. Mark, uh, unless you're like one of the you know people at the forefront of the brand, you know, like a Major Nelson or a Phil Spencer, or you're just, you know, proud to work for your company. But a lot of times people put their their title on their on their Twitter account to give what they say more credibility. Um so I mean he's not like verified or anything like that. Like he's not, you know, he doesn't have like a, a real, you know, presence in Xbox, you know, the brand. He just contributes to the brand. And, and his, you know, his higher exactly. goal. Okay. Um, um, it's not something better, right? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. So I'm going to move on. Um, I want to ask Jube, because you have bad experience with PlayStation customer service, about this topic. And this is a very small topic, and then we'll move to the next topic. So this is a tweet from a dude said, I bought the wrong version of an Xbox game, digital. The Xbox One version on accident. Instead of yep. the Series X, played yeah. for two hours, realized it was not the enhanced series uh, version, but the correct version requested a refund on the incorrect version, ref refund denied. Should have we got the refund or no? Nope. As soon as you cross that two hour threshold, that, that Xbox uh, refund policy is very generous. But two hours is more than enough time for you to determine that you're playing the right version of the game. Like when you right. launch it, when you launch, like when you go to like launch it, the big ass Series XS badge is like on that. You can't miss it. So, that's so if you don't, it's yeah, if you don't see that. But PlayStation is a little bit different. Like you can yeah, yeah, play, PlayStation, PlayStation. If you download it, it's a wrap. Yeah, you're not a, getting your money back. Yeah, the moment you, the moment you hit the download button, you don't have to play it. There's back. no, there's no time limit. As soon as the download button is hit. Even if it never installs, even if it oh you ran you don't have enough space, can't install it. They count that, and they will say go fuck yourself and because you downloaded it. it. And they should fix that. Yeah, the only reason I got well, my money back for GT Seven is because the shit was fucking broken, and they didn't mm -hmm. have they didn't have you know a way to tell me it wasn't because it was. Yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna go to this next topic, which is going to be a doozy one. Remember, uh, um, what's his name? Mata Dead game? That quote unquote was censored by PlayStation? Yeah. That mini yeah. game? Well, we have another story like that, but on a larger scale. Apparently, Xbox uh, is not getting one game because they want half of its game censored. Yet, no one talking about that. I'm literally trying to pull up the... Well, give me a second so I can look up the fucking tweet. Because it's very interesting what is, which is problematic to say the least, because I'm against censorship in general. So, this is the tweet uh, from the actual developer. 
So uh, the tweet starts as follows. Um, in in one week, in only one week, we reach 400 followers. And you know what? Our followers deserve more loot. Request or stuff. Any chance of these games coming to Xbox? I know uh, a person will be interested in it. So, so they said, sadly, Xbox refused our first game. But yes, we will try to bring our next game to Xbox 2. We want all of our players to enjoy the... So basically, this is an anti-game, which is a game you do you. Uh, so, Xenophobe is very interesting. We always try to release our console, our game on our console. But we can't release them on Xbox because we should basically cut 50% of the games to release it. This is literally from what's called, uh, from the developers Twitter themselves. So someone yeah, this, asked, is a, this is kind of old, isn't it? It is. That's old as fuck. Yeah, it's yeah, old as fuck. This is, is kind of old. Like I, like, I remember this like a couple months ago. Is this Galgun? I think we talked about this topic before. No, no, it's Martha is dead. No, no, this isn't. No, this isn't. This isn't about Martha is dead. It's about a, a Japanese game. I forget. Uh, Gal. Oh, oh. Yeah, Gal. Galgun, yeah. right? Oh, Gal yeah, Galgun yeah. returns. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about this. This was a topic like three months ago. Wait, is this? Yes. This. That that whole game because... situation is because is cause there's a bunch of lewd shit like, in that game. I, I, if, you, if, you, if you look if you look through these tweets, some of them say like October first. Yeah, I there are some that are recent that say like March fifth, but in general, the, the 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 tweets about the the censorship, we talked about this like months ago. But yeah, because we, I we can revisit yeah, no, it. I didn't. Yeah. I, I thought it was in a new co- a new topic because I didn't see the exact same thing. I you... I think it popped up again because Galgun Two is either out or like just came out. Oh, but the fir- the first one because I think Sony was censoring the first one. And then I guess when the second one came out, Microsoft was like, "Yeah, exactly. we're not. If if Sony did it, we're definitely not going to do it." So it looks like the only place you can actually play the uncensored version of Galgun is the Switch and PC, oddly. And it's maybe wild. the Vita or something like that. I don't know. Uh, if I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see like uh, while we're on it, I don't see it as a negative that a game gets to, gets denied because a because a company feels that it's not representative of their brand. So now, how is that I, 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 I'm more, I, I, I'm, I, it's, it's different because you're just not allowing the game altogether as opposed to enforcing censorship. No, like they, there's they, a different place you, there, there's no, a different place that you no, can go play on. this they game. They literally said you're not allowed to put it. You need to cut half of it. They didn't say we didn't want it. They yeah, they they they, to... they 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 basically made it very clear that we don't want your game on our platform, and if you're so desperate to put it on our platform, no, you pretty no. much got You pretty much got to make a completely different game. That's no, bas- that's said, basically what they said. No, they said they they said they want to put it on Xbox. Xbox said if you want to put it on, you need to change half of it. That's literally sensitive, yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. The game is not representative of our brand. If you want to fall within our brand's guidelines, but pretty much we don't want your game. Like, that's pretty much what Xbox said. We don't want your game. I mean, they, you know, does it, 
backfire on them at times. Yes, it backfired with Grand Theft Auto and it backfired with uh with Yakuza. It's it's backfired on Xbox before. Um but I would much rather they do that than limit an artist's vision on their platform. Like give me the game in full or don't give me the game at all. That's yeah. kind of like my stance on it. Okay, gotcha. Since it's an old topic, I didn't realize, I didn't see the exact same date. The tweet. Yeah, we, we we brought that up when when it first got talked about. No, no, gotcha. yeah. we, we've had that censorship. Like I would, I would much rather, I would much rather know that the game isn't on Xbox and kind of figure out, you know, like if I'm a, like if I want if I want to try this game out or test it or whatever, I'd much rather go get the full version of the game. Like if I know that Steam is the place to go get this game, I'd rather go to Steam and get to get the game than to buy it on Xbox and find out that I'm missing parts of it. Okay, gotcha. Like, um, that's that's just me. No, gotcha. The final topic is as follow. Fable progressed slow due to Playground's lack of RPG experience and Frogal approach, says Jeff. Um, did Microsoft miss the boat here? Did, should they have anticipated this and hire someone that is experienced with the, um, RPGs? Well, they hired a bunch of people from the original Lionhead studio. So there are some people there who have experience making Fable games. Um, what experience? I do not know. Um, but I mean, Xbox has kind of created an environment where their studios kind of have all the time in the world to make the games they want because their portfolio is so large and they have so many development studios. So I don't think Fable so is a the... title that has to be rushed out. So then should this title have been even announced then? Uh, I mean, I don't think there's a problem with announcing that you're bringing it back. I mean, the the excitement is there. People are still going to talk about it every year. Um, I mean, it just like it just depends. Like, don't don't start putting dates out and stuff like that. But I mean, if you're, I'm cool with you, let me know that you know one of your staple franchises is coming back. I don't, I don't mind. From the sound of it, it literally could be a 2025. The 2027 game. That that would be fine with me. Then and I played Fable One, Two, and Three. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the series. I so I mean, like as a as a fan of it, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine if it comes out. Like I just want it to release good. So. Gotcha. It's um, if it's up to me, I just uh, interesting. In my opinion, if Gorilla Game were able to make it, then Playground should be able to make it. I think the transition from one genre to another. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing talent in the studio and seeing potential, and then getting them to stretch out and do something that's a little bit out of their comfort zone. And if they have a little bit more of a learning process and 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 you know in in the process of making that game. Um, that's fine. They're, they're they're not under a timetable where they're under a bunch of pressure. Like this game has to get out by twenty twenty five. So I mean, I'm cool with it because Playground is a talented studio, and there's going to be a lot that they learn making this game, and it may allow them to make other genres. You know, like like we might we might get you know Forza might go a different direction, 
yep. and have more RPG elements as a result of making this Fable game. I mean, you just, like, you got to be willing to let studios grow. So that, that's, that's kind of how I see it. Like, you're giving, you're, you're giving them an opportunity to grow and do something new. I'm absolutely not against the idea of them doing uh, Fable. It's just uh, Microsoft as a studio, and PlayStation, but any studio other in general, should be prepared for the switch and be ready for the switch when it happens so they don't get uh, bamboozled with stuff like that. Like, you know how we have thought we oh. have to, yeah? We don't know that they're bamboozled, we just know that. Well, we just hear, we don't know anything. We just hear that they're having some development struggles. It may, like, and we don't know what those, those exact development struggles are. I mean, they could be minor, they could be, they could be, you know, huge. But, I mean, the fact that they have all the time in the world and now that they can, they can also lean on partners at Obsidian and at Bethesda, you know, on different RPG elements. I mean, I'm, I'm confident. Just give them time, let's learn. Mm, Let them develop. Yeah. Let them grow. I don't know if I'm anything to this. Um, no, I, I, I've never played Fable before. Uh-huh. I definitely um, I'm more in Pharaoh's boat. I think that I just want the game to be good. And I, I don't need it to be, you know, 93 Metacritic. It's just got to be really good, I think, to reestablish it as a franchise that can uh, survive gen to gen. Um I I also like when I hear. So you want an okay uh, game over a fantastic game? Why? Well, well, when I well, say eighty met, I'm thinking like eighty plus Metacritic. I mean, if we're if we're only using Metacritic, to me that still could be a great game. I mean, what, I I think Sifu is absolutely fantastic, right? It got like eighty one. Like it uh, wasn't a game that that has a great story. It's not really. It doesn't have much of a story. Um, uh, it it doesn't have great gameplay as far as like the fight scene uh, as far as the fighting and things like that it's just more it's a it's a world that that you make based on your decisions and your interactions with other people in that world so it's like yeah. you know it, it's 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 kind of it's it's like a sandbox game that has a bit of a story that guides you along but it's really the the experience is what you make it and that's what makes the game unique so i mean i guess, it's like, just, I, I guess like what i'm thinking though with like i guess the team size is you know getting uh, the, that information was getting out. Um, I like. I, I don't feel fooled, especially if the game comes out and it's really good. I think like that's gonna alleviate a lot of it because it starts a rhythm. It just starts a rhythm with with playground. Like, okay, we can actually do this at a level that the industry can recognize, and we could go on and, and make more of this or a spinoff that's inspired like it. Um, that. That's huge. I, I would hate for this thing to come out and it's like a meh game, and then they don't want to make it. Yeah. Like Playground's like, oh, we don't want to do Fable or RPGs at all. That's really bad. So and then we, and then another thing that that we have to consider with Xbox now is that the catalog and the studios that are making games are getting so large that all these games aren't going to be coming out all at the same time. There's going to be some games that are pretty much done that are forced to sit and wait a couple months to come out because they have too many at some point. Like, they're, like you can only flood Game Pass with so many titles at once. Gotcha. Like, that's gonna, like, that, you're gonna get to that at some point. You know, what, you're, you're, what, they're at 32 studios right now? 
with like 40 plus teams. Right. You gotta like games could take a little longer because at some point games are gonna stack on top of each other and they're gonna have to wait anyway to release. At some point. They're not done buying studios or, or publishers. They're not done yet. So it's like, I'm cool with it. Take your time. Be great. Just release. Yeah, be great. Release something great. But uh, yeah. anyone have anything else to add to this? Yeah. Um, like, I get, like, it's it's new for them. It's, it's just kind of something that, you know, building an RPG with choices and consequences that you got to factor in for various things you're going to let your player do is vastly different than, you know, driving around. That's probably the thing that they're struggling with the most. It's, like it's when I that, think about Fable, it's yep. the thing I think they, they're struggling with the most Yep, is that element of Fable where you're just like the impact your decisions have on the world. That's exactly. If I was the guess, if I was the guess what issue they were having, I would guess so that would probably be the biggest not one. To not to come back? No, because Fable really doesn't have Fable, Fable never had great combat. Like it was, it was passable. It was good enough. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was okay. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it terrible. Was just okay. It just it was serv- It just worked. Like it was like yeah. you know it's nothing special. It just you know hmm. what it is. It was your decision. It was your decisions that you made in the game and, and the things exactly. that you could do, like when you're in town and stuff like that. That you know. Really that would that would cut you off from quest lines. That would cut you off from like weapons. Like you, you honestly had to sit there and think about you know what you, what you were trying to do, because um, you would you would kind of miss parts of the game depending on how you're playing playing through that. Because you have to like have like fact, a certain like the fact that like you could like stuff. literally like you could like literally get married, raise a family, all that, and then you could decide to go mad one day and burn the whole damn village to the ground and kill your own family like yeah that, that's the and, then, and, then, and then just then just hop towns and go start another one you know what i'm saying yeah like... and, but, but but the thing is but the thing is that decision would have huge implications on what you're able to do in the game that's what i'm saying like so like it's it's really what you're able like, it's what you're able to do and the consequences of it good or bad that i would think that playground would struggle with the most when making that game not actual gameplay type stuff yeah. Is it fair to say again? As I've never played Fable, but I, from what I understand of it, it feels like because Linehead made black and white. Um, yep. Is Fable like, for lack of a better term, like a zoomed-in RTS almost? Like I, I know it doesn't play like one, but what I mean by that is no, like it has a lot RPG. of this sort of it has a lot of this sort of RTS RPG elements. Not like 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 no, black no, and white. No, think of it like. Uh... A sim, but with with no 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 not sim. Uh, Have you like Dragon Age two? Have you played that? Uh, well, I think of it like Skyrim, but open uh, with uh, a third person, basically. Uh, every choice you make got consequences. Uh, yep. and yeah, every single one. So the early Mass Effect and things like that. Um, it's 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 more in depth than Mass Effect too. Yeah, yeah, like the better Unlike man, in in this game, you can actually be evil and do evil shit and get evil endings. Yeah, like yeah, you'll grow like horns and shit. Like yeah. it actually changes you as a character. Like if you're or just even evil, even your fighting evil. style changes you a lot. Like you could yeah. like if you decide to if you decide to be a magician, you age faster. Yeah. Like if you decide to rely purely on magic, um, you know, like it's just 
So sing, like it's just different sing things. Infamous, yeah. but on steroids. When it comes to the choices you make. Okay. Interesting. Gotcha. Um. Just... Uh, very fun fact. Uh, Kofi, you here? Yes. So GT7 uh, backdraft. Oh yeah. Giving. Oh yeah, up. yeah. I can touch I'm on not, that. I'm not giving props whatsoever. They should have done this from the beginning. So, um, yeah. well, I, I mean, um, what, did you want to, I'm sorry, I feel like I interrupted you. No, it's just, just GT7 backtracking, how do you feel about it? For me, yeah. I should never have done what they did to begin with. But... Yeah, I mean, the license, uh, I'm sorry, the microtransactions is, um, the combination of having microtransactions and coming out and reducing the payouts for several events um, is uh, disconcerting. The yeah. other concern that I have is they could have had more systems in this game that um, brings you money. For example, uh, I didn't bring this up, I don't think, last podcast. Uh, GT5, just like uh, Forza, I think Forza had something like this, had a B-Spec mode where you had a driver that mimicked your drive style and could drive for you and compete for you with friends when you were out at work or at school, and they would rake you in money. You could uh, you can manage them, and they, they had like a, a exhaustion limit. Like based on how experienced that B-Spec mode driver was, they could do more races while you weren't uh, there, and then you come home and you could have like, I don't know, a few hundred thousand extra credits, that's maybe up to a million credits in the uh, bank. That's a great way of making money. That's a slippery slope that they could easily put microtransaction in it as well. They, they I'm telling it. you what happened was they, they, they got those licenses at a lower cost and put it on the, I'm telling you, yeah. that's what they did. They no, got them at a lower cost and they put I agree with cost that. on the customer. I guarantee I agree you that. They like, also fucked their consumer up, like the fact that they didn't give you the ability to sell your car. That's, yeah, they need to add that back because selling your car was in, was in the old game as well. There's just like exactly. a, a, there should be several avenues or auction op uh, opportunities to create a, an economy and they missed that um severely obviously like you probably heard they gave a million credits but that was more specifically for the outage um because oh. you know the, the game was unavailable to play mm -hmm. uh for like a day more than I have, a day I have a question for uh, i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty sure that all of that has been negotiated and that you are going to get those modes later after a certain amount of money has been spent or earned that, that could be that could be very wise i mean from a financial perspective i totally. I, I think i think you know Customers are just kind of stuck footing the bill for the cards that they want at the moment. But I think eventually you'll get to a point where you start to get some of those modes that you're used to having in some of the prior yeah. games. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I was going to say you're you're correct in the way if you're to use Gran Turismo Sport as an example of that becoming easier. The last two years of sport or like the last 18 months of sport, every single daily you did, which is, again, driving the equivalent distance of a marathon, um, you got a car. That is not the case in seven right now. Like you'd get, you, it may not be a really nice car. It could be a really nice car, but you, there was no way you wouldn't get at least a car, which is, which is huge. Uh, you know, it could be like, I don't know, the Red Bull car, which is a million credits or like 16, somewhere between one and 16 million credits. Now your daily is like 5,000 credits, which is just like, whatever. <laughs> That's like, I spend that on a muffler. <laughs> right. So, 
Um, you're right, Pharaoh, that will probably change, right? As you enter year two, three, four, there's a couple DLCs, Lewis Hamilton comes out, they'll change that, and the dailies will be super easy. Uh, you know, it'll be like, get three cars for driving, a, you know, two races. <laughs> so, absolutely, that, that's how it works. Some type of Pokemon, maybe not Pokemon Go, but like some Pokemon Go-esque thing for GT sounds kind of perfect, right? Like if you, I guess that's what you were describing, like these B-spec races that sort of just go without you, or if there's some way to transfer it from like your, to your mobile. So you just set it up, up, how you're racing, how you're running, hit race, and then like you race until it's over, you win, lose, whatever, but you gain money. That would be kind yeah, of it's like your coach too. You'd be like, "Hey, go aggressive on this race," but like it would make him like you know they have stamina. Like if they're a level ten driver, they can really only do like maybe one endurance race and one like normal length race. After that, like they don't have enough, you know, experience yeah, to be doing races all day. But when they're like level sixty, you could do like six races, seven races a day, maybe two endurance. Um, and there's get no because uh, I guess it's not like there's no like franchise mode in GT, is there? There is a sponsorship mode. So basically, okay. like once you get in later in the game, you you basically choose a brand that you'll race for. So like you could race for Toyota, or race for you know Dodge or something like that, and then that allows you to have access to some of their premium cars and things like that. So, but you can't come from the top. You can't be Toyota getting racers. You, like I think you, in 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 FIFA or maybe he, Matt, he, like he, it's he's, a GM he's, he's wondering if you can be like the stable as opposed to just a driver. Yes. Like you run, you know, you know. Oh, like you manage drivers? Right. Like yes. like yeah, like you're Ferrari, bro, and like you're just you're just managing you know, like, Oh no, I don't think a, so. A, a, a but, stable oh, of drivers. Which would be I see what you mean, like more than car. one B spec driver. That would be really cool, but no. Well, I, yeah. I gotta I gotta ask you this as a if PlayStation was not, if PlayStation is not willing to acquiesce and kind of make things a little bit more uh, cost-effective for the consumer, um, as far as online is concerned, would, would would you be okay if they said the cars are cheaper in offline mode, but for online you have to pay a, a premium price? So before I answer that, I will say that I don't know if I added this that they doubled the reward amounts for almost everything for the new update. And they added like for online races, it's almost tripled, especially if you're winning in the, in the, some of the top spots, but do you still want me to answer that question? Yeah, I, I was just, I was just asking like, if they just, if they, if they made cars cheaper in offline mode, but you still had to, you know, pay oh, a premium to play like with your friends with that car. Um, so you're basically saying like, so, the cars so, you so earn they made like, offline they made like, mode, a, they made like an offline mode online. version of the car, like offline only mode. I think basically. that would I, personally, I think that would split people because I think people would earn the car offline, and let's say that takes like three or four hours, and then they just want to use it online, and then they find out they can't. I think they're gonna be pissed. I think that just makes more confusion personally. I no, I, I still agree that there needs to be just an offline go race arcade, go so, do whatever you want. What they yep. should do is uh, Ace, uh, what's called, Ace something, Ace Combat did it, which is introduced a thing where you can either use it online or offline, and they let you know beforehand, before you even attempt to to you yeah. to acquire such skill. This skill only works online, or this skill only works offline. 
is the same for for uh, the plane themselves. That should. You said this skill. You said the skill only works on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are skills that you buy that only works online. Like for example, add multiplayers, multiply your score or something like that, or something like uh, like that. Uh, uh, or you just play offline, but if you buy the skill, you're not gonna make use of it because it's offline. And they mm. tell you beforehand this skill is specifically for online player, and this skill is for offline player. And the same with planes. This I don't know if you can use all planes or not. Don't quote me on that, but so this would be an interesting choice. And I said it, uh, uh, they should have done something like that. Uh, the, the concept of, uh, they should have gave you the option to play offline. Yeah, I, I agree with that part. I definitely agree. There should be a way to just like buy the disc, install the game, and then just like at least do all the tracks with a large amount of cars. Yeah, because I agree with that. a game like Bodyland exists. Where you can play this entire game from start to finish offline, then a game like uh, what's called uh, GT7 should be able to do that. And especially with the whole um, what's called um, what's the name of that the uh, weather shit, you can miss out on it. So what? I missed out on the special weather effect. They let you. They warn you beforehand. This. This trap is not gonna have the special weather because you're playing offline. Simple. So wait, Kobe, if, if I'm understanding correctly, so like, if I were to come into your house and be like, we should just run some races in Gran Turismo, we can't do that? We... Without an internet connection, you cannot. Wow. There okay. is there is couch co-op. I mean, there is couch like you could race with me, but we'd have mm. to just be online. Interesting. Okay. Which makes no sense, and then uh, they said it because of the what called of the um, of the weather, but I don't believe it. They just don't want you to 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 Is farm it... all that money offline and then go online and destroy people. So my right. question for you right. is as follows: microtransaction. If I am on the level of you, and I use microtransaction. Is it then paid to win, or is microtransaction not paid to win in Gran Turismo? Because I had that conversation with Nate and someone else that really played Gran Turismo like for years, and they said just because you get the best car doesn't mean you're gonna get the, you're gonna be the best. I agree. Like. It you could let okay here's what happens and this happens in a lot of multiplayer games typically for a specific class or weight lim limit um there's going to be a most popular car and a most popular configuration so let's say you go ahead and you buy that and you buy all the parts and it's going to just come down to um like how good are you at managing that on the tracks how good are you at managing your fuel economy there's all these other uh steps or, or, or variables that you need to be good at in order to, to beat everybody else. Some people have a wheel. That might give people inherent – I would say this. Wheels may not make ne people necessarily faster, but wheels make people more consistent with hitting uh, correct lines and corners, at least in my opinion. So, um, yeah, you could have um, 
the best car like okay there's some cars that are like 16 million credits and people are not going to be buying that really quickly in the first you know five months of the game being out um but ah, that 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 specific car is in a class range with other cars that aren't much slower okay like for example if i do all the gold like i did all the gold races i have one of the fastest cars in the game because i did all golds you're not going to really beat me by buying another car. Like, in the, like it might be a little bit faster, but there's going to be enough variables in a race that I could I could win just as easily as that person. So, I appreciate the subtle flex. So basically, it's not really pay to win. It's not really pay to win. Not really, because you, you still got to. Hey, you still got to be able to drive, and yeah. we're not even talking about yeah. tuning the car and drive. shit. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what you spend on the car. Like, you can tune the fuck out of it and figure it out. Right. There's tons of like, like I'm looking at like some of the tuning stuff now. They've got what do they have that that added to it that um they've never had in a GTA? Not just engine swaps, but uh oh shoot, there was some sort of I'm forgetting what it was. Some sort of limiter. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was on a page that I'm I'm still tuning and exploring i'm still like trying to get ride height because you know like the lower your car is the more um understeer it has um yeah. but then it's kind of predictable you know so i kind of i kind of like a little bit of understeer uh with with soft tires but anyway sorry i'm getting into the weeds yeah it's there's a lot of configuration you could do with that being said i'm gonna end it here thank you all for coming through contact with the outro coffee Oh, yes. Uh, as well, finally, you can catch me on Twitter, creative underscore Kofi. I want to remind everybody uh, at the zerofield.net, we're doing giveaways of Kurono Kisiki, which is a brand new step in the saga of trails. It is a great kickoff point. I really can't convince anybody to go play the 11 prequels. Um, and our translation is officially out on April 4th. Um, please uh, check out February Night's YouTube channel if you want to see our translations running as an overlay for the game so you'll know how to do it uh, and you'll see him running it uh in real time and in fact he's done a live stream of some of the first chapters of course that has spoilers uh but yeah february night he is i think i retweeted him somewhere on my profile so if you want to see that please check that out uh but april 4th guys please be excited gotcha pharaoh where people come find you uh you can find me on twitch at pharaoh bizarre uh, and you can find me, let's see, uh, you can find me on Twitch at Land of Pharaoh, uh, Facebook, Pharaoh Gaming, uh, YouTube, Pharaoh Bazaar. I need, I really need consistent naming, don't I? Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to work on that, but you know, I'm live, I'm everywhere, I'm lit, let's go. Okay, and Jube, where people can find you? Of course, yep. You can find me at uh, Jubei Sensei on uh, Instagram, Twitter, not Twitter, I'm not. Um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, Jubei X Sensei on gaming platforms. Um, be on the lookout for that tunic review. I need to get that out tonight. So, I'll see y'all probably catch that in the morning. But yeah, I'll have that out tonight. And people can find Dante at Dante Crisis on Twitter. And YouTube and Twitch. And D Live. And D Live. And OnlyFans. <laughs> and OnlyFans. Okay. Um, and the Dante Crisis on Facebook, of course. Okay, thank you. 
Now, people can find me on Carb under Carb on Twitter. Before I close up, I want to say that I take an, an L because I misunderstood what you said, Pharaoh, about the whole uh, inflation and stuff like that. So I misunderstood uh, what you meant. That's why I brought up Bethesda's uh, video. I got you now. I understand yeah. now. After I'm done conversation, I understood what's happening. Um, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No issue with that. And uh, people can find me at Carab on the Scope Shop on Twitter. And Game Player every Saturday. 5pm? Is it the time? I think. <laughs> It's a mess with the whole uh, time zone. <laughs> and I'm, I'm worldwide, baby. Catch me in my time zone. <laughs> I love no. Uh, yeah. Um, more importantly, zero. Where can find where people can find you? Where people can find us? Uh, well, guys, as always, it's been a pleasure. Um, you can find me zero.exe pretty much everywhere. Um, I will mostly be playing Elden Ring as usual, so don't invade me. Like, leave me alone. I don't want any parts of that. I'm so happy I haven't, like, participated in that part of the game. Um, and I probably never will until I start helping other people, and then it'll be a nightmare. Um, but of course, you can always find us, um, Vitamin G Podcast. We are on YouTube. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on Spotify. We are pretty much anywhere where anybody's talking about with Will Smith slap Chris Rock. We will probably be there. Um, so please tune in. We appreciate you always because literally you could be doing anything else, but you decided to listen to us. And so that's always an excellent, excellent idea. Um, once again, even though we come together, we always separate. Please support uh, our good friend Kovi. He is back on Twitter. Um, the Kurno Kisaki release is coming out on April the 4th. Um, I've played Trials, excellent series, excellent JRPG. Um, give it a shot if you want to jump into it. Reach out to Kofi. He will walk you through as much as you need to. Um, please get Land of Pharaoh in there. He will eventually solidify everything into one. But so long as you find Pharaoh, you will probably find him. Um, Game Slayer, Saturday, whatever Omar wants it to be, they, they follow his time. Um, so like he will let you know. But usually around five or six. Yeah. Um. That's when I see it come on. Um. And of course, Jubei X Sensei out there on Twitch. Look out for his. I was about to call that game Kona. Um. Tunic review. Um. Dropping this evening. Am I right? This Is evening? it dropping this evening? Yeah. Yeah. It's literally dropping a few hours after the show. They said. Okay. Um. So if you sleep, wake up in the morning, get a nice fresh tunic review. It should be awesome. Please check out Dante. I was in. I've been in his streams pretty much all week. Um, always having a good time, Dante X Cri Dante Crisis. Um, and as always, guys. Well, it, it's been a very weird weekend in like the Twitter space, like between the Oscars. Oh, between... did you see? Did you see the entire catfishing? Yes, I was just about to say between the weird catfishing thing, guys. Let's 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 go into spring with some better energy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let, let... Let's let's bring some better energy into like the, the Twitter space. Um, you did not disappoint me today, uh, Zero, because I was waiting to see how you would get that uh, that Will Smith reference in there. I was not I, disappoint I was thinking me. maybe they're not going to say anything, but you went there. No, I, I, I knew I knew I knew it was coming. I, I mean, like it's it it like it it's been a weird weekend in 
the the Twitter space. It is surprising because the Will Smith thing is like drowned out my Twitter so much. Like I did not see any video game complaining it's in the last like forty eight right. hours. <laughs> it's, right, it's, it's been, been yeah, that's, that's yeah. Will Smith saved gaming. I mean, Will Smith saved gaming. Shout out to Big <laughs> Willie. <laughs> we appreciate you. Did you see the memes? The amount of memes out of it. Um, it. I mean, it's hilarious. I I have no particular comment on like the actions of anybody participating, but it's hilarious. Um, I'm sure the Oscars love it because this is the most people talked about them in the last couple of years. So like, he, he apologized. Apparently, he, he came out today and apologized. Everyone, yeah. everyone apologized today. Like everyone's like, we're all wrong. We're all sorry. I mean, oh, you know, what I will say is that didn't know about uh, the woman uh, medical history, and apparently the line there was not even from him, but there was someone else. So yeah, there, there might be more to that story. I'm sure in the next coming year, months we will find out more. Um, oh, this this but, is gonna get a documentary. Yeah, this but is... honestly, I will say this though. Shout out to Will Smith being the fifth. Yeah, he's the fifth, because I think he got his after Sam Jackson, but he's the fifth black man to win an Oscar in history. Not only is he the not only is he the fifth black man to win an Oscar, he is the first probably man in history to smack the host at an award show. Yes. And get and get best and get best actor. Yeah. yeah. And, and, award, then, get and the then award went, the same day that you smacked the host. Yeah, and then went to the club and party. Like, shout out to you, Will Smith, because like you won yesterday. And like mm. no one can deny that from you, so like, like you win life, you, you win life for one night. Yeah, like <laughs> you I aspire life. to have that level of winning someday in my life. I'm working hard for it. Great show, uh, people, and oh boy, um, well there is smoke, there is fire. I always say, despite the fact I don't trust PlayStation Insider, um, I do trust. When there are a lot of people talking about one subject, we're gonna hear a lot about it uh, tomorrow or this week. What comes to PlayStation? Play apparently, PlayStation is making some moves, and I'm curious to see what that is. Well, Spartacus is supposed to get announced before April 7th, is what they're saying, or it's supposed to launch April 7th. Then prices um, better be hitting right. The prices need to be I don't, immaculate. I don't so believe the it, prices, but if the prices are through, they're going to be destroyed. I'm going to be one of them uh, destroying them. I, I, I actually believe the prices because PlayStation Now started out as a $20 a month service. People don't remember that, but it did. Jesus. Like, I don't, so, I don't. See. That Does 599 US dollars not exist? And, and, and the lowest, the lowest, you got to remember, the lowest tier is $9.99. So is, the lowest tier is $9.99 for three months, right? Yeah, is it nine ninety nine a month for three months, or is it not nine? I think the lowest tier. Yeah, that, that's all confusing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if the lowest tier, if, if the lowest tier is only ten dollars for three months, damn right they could charge forty dollars for three months, or fifty dollars or sixty dollars for three months because they're like no one says you have to buy our premier package. No, but at the same, but at but at the same time, the issue that Sony is going to run into is that um, is groupthink because so many people of the PlayStation community have 
got it in their heads that Game Pass is the devil, that you making an emulating service may have yeah, but, but, uh, but may have a may, in, may backfire on that. But Particles is not in Game Pass. It's being marketed. It's being marketed as a competitor. Jim Ryan has said that it's a competitor to Game Pass. Like no matter what you or I may think, that's what they view it as. So, and that if if that's what they view it as, then that's what it's going to be marketed as. And if it's marketed as that, then you have a base of people who are like, no, we don't rent games and yada yada yada. And that's why I was saying multiplayer is important because there's not a lot of games on PlayStation that you really need to pay for online play for and if you know you know does ps plus with gold stay as part of this uh spartacus package does it need to be there anymore like you know those are the type of things that we're gonna have to figure out so because you know what game pass people are saying now that now that we have game pass games with gold needs to die yeah but the thing is game games with gold probably will die when xbox live dies because right now, right, right, right now, Xbox Live still exists, but at some point, we all the writing's on the wall that Xbox Live won't exist anymore. PlayStation has already pretty much made it clear that with Spartacus, PlayStation Plus is essentially dead. That's based on based based on the leak. So basically, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now are are going to be you know both dead and replaced with whatever this new service is. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that, you know, how the fans react to it. We will see. This, this week is going to be interesting. And if nothing happens, oh boy. Then even Bloomberg, Bloomberg are full of shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, companies do get spiteful when news leaks. It's very possible that they were, you know, planning to, to announce it this week, but then it got leaked and they said, fuck that. We'll wait. Another two weeks just to make you look bad. It happens all. It happens all the time. We will see. Then, um, yeah. See you next week, everyone. Later. Peace. Peace. We.